0: One.
1: and we're live and we are live we are back finally back welcome to another edition of red cup rants i'm good. your host dre and i got two of my boys with me well three i got the homie mad mike i got the mvp boom and then we got a special guest we got the nephew tyreek what up tyreek <laughs> what's happening man <laughs> what's happening what's man? Happen? What's going on you want some you, you want
2: Come
1: on, you want to talk? You want to talk some pop You want to talk some sports?
2: Say pop <laughs> <Come on, Popeye.
1: laughs> Go Come tell on, him what your name is.
3: <laughs> 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 okay.
1: If y'all don't know, if y'all don't know who that is, that's my nephew Tyreek the star of the show, and the guy in the background, that's his daddy, the MVP. The MVP MVP. right there, boom, right there. But man, we are finally back after me spilling some Kool-Aid on my old laptop and getting my new laptop, (laughs) and I couldn't get the mic straight. We are finally back. It took us a while, but hey, they can't keep a good man down, can't keep a good good show down, but we are finally back. What's going on? How y'all doing? Everybody, how y'all doing? We back, finally finally back yes yeah, sir yeah how y'all feeling so but uh it's been a while so we might as well just go into it because you know i'm, I'm itching to talk about some things and i know mike is and i know boom is definitely itching to talk about some things mm-hmm. i don't know about tariq tariq might hit us with a surprise or something so,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't
2: you so. Know, like a yes
1: oh. yes so, if you haven't, if you haven't, if you've been living under a rock, if you've been living under a rock, there's been a documentary off about the past two weeks. We we're going to talk about it, but you know, I had technical difficulties last week and I almost sent my computer back with a with a broken screen because oh, I was about to punch man. it. And between me, Mike, and Dex, uh, yeah, I was, and then come to find out after we got off the show, I somehow miraculously got the mic to cut back on. So, but with that being said. After the, the show, show. After we it was after me and Mike said it wasn't done, we got it done. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs>
1: right. So, but shout out to everybody. I mean, I, I know it's been a uh it's been a a, a a while since we've been back on the air, but we're back. We're good to go. Everything's going strong, so we're good. So but with that being said, we're gonna jump right into this first topic uh this last dance um it's been very eye-opening to me i mean it it hasn't been eye-opening to me because a lot of this stuff that i i've seen before but um it's been a a couple interesting things man i mean the 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 whole rodman going to vegas in the middle of a championship run that's automatic goat shit right there uh (laughs) You know. uh, Scotty Pippen sitting out for the summer uh, because he wanted to get right. And I said that, you know, Jordan was wrong. And somebody made a post on Twitter. Twitter's undefeated. They said that Scotty Pippen was guarding Magic Johnson in the finals for $6.50 $6. 50 an hour. Wow. That now, was what, That, run, was, that was, you know what? and my I, favorite I, player like that. I kind of feel bad because, well, you know he was grossly underpaid, but at the same time I kind of understand what he was going through because, he, you know, you come from a poor background you gotta take care of your family everybody's looking at you as being the guy so, I mean 19 million dollars to a 18, 19, 20 year old
2: not, and not only coming from a poor background, coming from a family that has health issues his father yeah. and his brother, right?
1: yeah and
3: mm-hmm.
2: And Definitely. so if someone posted in, in one of the groups <laughs> that he had, if you if you count for uh, inflation, he was uh, he was he get that was uh what a thirty-four or, or sixty-seven million dollar contract, but that was mm-hmm. still only year. seven years. Seven years. And just because you are looking at <laughs> that, today's money, that's not the case in, the, in that time. Mm-hmm. So being a hundred and twenty second highest uh, player, player No.
3: That's,
0: that's, that's, not, that's not how it works. he was getting paid over seven years, not one one season. But that's a
1: lot less money. That's a lot less money. It came out to like it came out to. Uh, I, I did the calculations. It was like two point seven million a year. That's crazy. That's crazy. Two point seven two point seven million dollars a year, and you're probably not only not only you're not only. One of the best players in the league.
2: But he was. I mean, two. I, you're not. You're not one of the best players on the team
1: behind Michael. But you're one of the best players in the league, and you're only getting paid three million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm giving
2: the cheese. Me cheese.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my 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 thing is is that. But he was a trooper though, and 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 I know that's Mike's boy, and I'm gonna let him talk about him a little bit because you know that Mike, that's his dog. The way he blossomed under Mike because you know he was raw, he was raw, he was athletic, but he was raw. And to see how he blo, you see how he blossomed under Mike. Yeah, Tariq. Yeah, you're right. He did. <laughs> he done took over the show, man. He did. He did. I ain't even got. I ain't even. I ain't even mad at him. Matt. yes so I don't
3: my hey, I don't need to he
1: told hey he told you he said look we gotta talk what I want to talk about <laughs> but I'm gonna let Mike talk about it a little bit though because I know that's his boy. so to see but Mike to see how you know over the cor- over the course of the show to see how Scotty kind of blossomed from this raw athletic guy to to what he was. I know you got I know that made you kinda of happy a little bit, because you know everybody everybody talks about Michael Jordan and rightfully so, but you gotta talk about this guy Scotty though. You gotta talk about this
0: guy Scotty Peter. I I I say this. I say this about Mike and Scotty situation. Um I think it was more the reason why Mike was saying and Mike is not one, you know, I could say LeBron James is a lot better as far as he's concerned, you know, trying to get a message across. Mike is just an old school dude who just, just so happened to be one of the greatest of all time. Um, I don't think he is as um, as trained. He wasn't as trained as the bron then because now these guys like they go to, they go to these classes where they teach you how you know convey your message and teach you how to be in the spotlight. So Mike them it didn't necessarily they, they pretty much just coming out of off the street and being put in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So their message doesn't you know kind of go over like the rest of the guys. So when I say when Mike said you know Scotty was you know he kind of felt Scotty was being selfish. I think that was more towards himself because Mike could have he could have got the fuck on. Mike could have got 40 dollars from another team easily, and he mm-hmm. took the to stay there with Scotty because he loves Scotty. Mm-hmm. So Scotty said he was just not going to show. You know, uh, of course there were other you know factors and in their injuries and whatnot, but. i think that's what mike was coming from as far as that concern you know those guys it's 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 like you and i boom Dre, all of us you know what i'm saying we have a pack together and we have when we have that we on our words if dre rick niggs or I niggs on that word on that pack it was like okay dre just being fucking you know dre mike we just being you know, selfies. So I think that's what Mike was coming from, not necessarily you know, because these guys were getting money off the off the court. Even back mm-hmm. then, they were getting their business the It wasn't like he was just getting six, you know, I, I forget the uh the contract size, but it wasn't like he was just getting that. He was getting plenty of money off the court. These guys were getting money. Dennis Rodman this one reason why he wanted to leave and go to Vegas, because he was getting paid in Vegas. That dude was getting paid to party there. So it wasn't just that man these guys you know it, it's it's a lot that going in it, it's a lot that goes in um running that hard for that long um yeah. i don't know if i i don't know if what i would have done if i was uh in Scotty's shoes at that time because you got the greatest of all time mike you guys have won championships and you have Dennis, arguably really one of um, the greatest coaches the time. That's that's kind of tough. That for me, that's kind of tough to kind of decide what what you're going to do in that instance, man. So, thanks, Scotty. Ultimately, they they made the right decision, man. Um, but I got to give a huge fuck you to that damn Jerry. That's a piece of shit, man. <laughs> it's one I, piece, it, He's a piece of shit, bro. Oh, that's just just like that.
1: Man. I agree. I really do. I agree. I really do because uh he was hell bent on breaking up that team. Cuz I always I always said I always said that if Jordan would have retired and Jerry Krause would have got his head out of his ass and let field coach the Bulls would've, would have would have won all 10 years. They would have mm-hmm. they would have won all 10 years from 90 to 2000. They would run all t- all those years and you know people talk about oh well, what about you know, they had the Spurs later on in the years when they had uh, Timmy and uh, they drafted David Robson and they got Tim Duncan. You got to look at it like this, though. That was a lockout season. That was a lockout season. And the Bulls being an older team, they would have got plenty of rest and they would have been primed for And you know Michael Jordan's mentality. They would have been balls to the wall just like after when they lost to Detroit and he got in the weight room and they started, you know, they was working. And they were starting to ascend to the top of the East. I think the Bulls would have won 10. But there is one caveat. There is one caveat. The Houston Rockets, you know, everybody talks about, you know, they, you know, they came out saying that the Bulls had their struggles with Houston, which they did. I think that was the only team that Mike had trouble with. And rightfully so. Akeem Olajuwon is no slouch. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think the Rockets could have gave Bulls the Bulls some trouble, but the way that they were so in tune defensively
0: they 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 would I don't be I don't Rockets. think
1: I don't think yeah. Elijah Wan would have got his, no doubt. But who was that's gonna, what I was
0: about to say that's exactly what I was, who was about gonna, to say. Who
1: was, who's gonna, you know, who and, then, and then Rodman coming in later on. He would have gave Elijah Wan some trouble later on mm-hmm. down the road if it would have happened. So I mean, don't get me wrong. Elizwa, great one of the greatest centers to ever play the game. Uh, He his run in them two championships are legendary. But the way those that Bulls team was so in tune, I think they would have. I think they still would have pulled it out. And Sean, Sean corrected me. They were seven to four. So yeah. So I think they would have. Don't get me wrong. The Rockets would have gave him a run. Like it wouldn't have been like no five six. It would have been. Both would have went seven games, so. but uh, but we're gonna talk about the one other guy. We talked about Jordan Pitt. We gonna talk about the other guy. We are gonna talk about the goat. Not what he did on the court. We gonna talk about what he did <laughs> I off the court. Know what got to say
0: about that. We oh, gotta talk. Oh, on the
1: court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Boom. Boom. Go ahead, man. We got right. this. Oh, so, talking about Robin. Yeah,
2: that
1: that. It, he has he has given me an I, I have a newfound respect for Dennis Rodman after watching the first four episodes. I have a newfound respect for Dennis Rodman.
2: Dennis Rodman he he was a, a he was a record, right? Even even with the uh, Detroit Pistons, he was a record.
3: Yeah, yep. whatever
2: whoever he went up against, he he made sure to disrupt anything, everything that was put in front of him, right? And well, one thing that you know I knew uh, from back when when I was watching Omar and the way that he acted was mm-hmm. was, was an introvert. You know, I, I, I and this right here uh, when they when they played the last two episodes, they said it. He's he mm-hmm. is an introvert. He mm-hmm. he can't be in two like uh, a crowd of place. Right,
0: right, right. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and, you, and you're, and the, for a, player, a person like him, he is gonna be in the correct place. He is gonna be with the team, with 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 the media and the, and whatnot. He wants to just speak back and you know be himself, and that's why he asked for that uh the 48 hour vacation. Mm-hmm. But you know even then he didn't come back after 48 hours. Uh, Jordan, yeah. it's it
1: about, <laughs> they they knew he wasn't gonna come back as soon as he said 48 hours. Mike was like bullshit, bullshit.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you have to go you know go down to uh like the hangover look for his ass right and, you get know. him but though the thing about Dennis Robin, no matter how you look at him you can say you can say he's a he's a weirdo he's this is that but dude knew how to ball he knew his role did not try to go outside of his role did not try to overdo anything or try to do anything that he did not know how to do yeah. For him being the perfect role player, hands down, he's he's one of the best players to put, play something that's a uh, position like that, and to have a role like that and keep it without arguing with anyone, saying I want, mm-hmm. you know, I want the ball in my hands more. No, because I mean he was uh, he was averaging twenty points a day in college.
1: Yeah, and then mm-hmm. uh, I know with Detroit and he was very, he was a very, he was a very good scorer in Detroit too. He was a very good scorer in
2: Detroit. I mean, he... and then, and then when he uh, got to Chicago, it was all the offense and defensive rebounds. That's it. You mm-hmm. know,
3: so right, uh, right.
2: And I, and I got the school. I got Michael doing
0: the Scottie Pippen. I just give the
2: ball. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that you haven't seen the, the last two episodes of uh, the Last Dance, but that's the topic. So. You're gonna hear some things that you haven't seen. Oh
1: yeah, hey, hey, hey sis, you're gonna to have to watch that because uh, my BFF, myself, Mike, we all looked forward to that Dennis Rodman episode, and it did not disappoint
0: at all. Oh like, God. like He's even one of my know, Rod- i love defensive players. I love defensive players, and he is. Right, Scotty are my favorite. Like, I love, I love those two man. I, I, I enjoy watching Scotty and Rodman a lot. This man locked down pounds to kill O'Neill. Do you hear me? Shaq. Yeah, he did. 330 yeah. pounds. And this dude did like it was just easy work. He did it with like easy work. And he and Skyrim was about the same size, bro. Yeah. That's that's I'm talking about Shaq. We're not talking about look, I just say we even talking about Charles Barker. This is mm-hmm. Shaq, three hundred thirty pounds is just not only and not only
1: and not only and not only. It was Shaq. It was a a prime beast mode, hungry Shaq. Like he was that, terrorizing that was the league. And if you Ooh, if you haven't watched man. if you haven't watched the defensive masterpiece that Dennis Rodman did on Shaq, it is on YouTube. Trust me, it's oh on God. it's on YouTube.
0: He made he ate uh, Shaq. Always go ahead, boom, go go. I got
2: a question for both of Mm y'all. the last two
1: episodes, when they showed Michael Jordan won his first championship, did y'all almost tear up? Because I almost did. No, you know what, man? Look, that's why me personally, I did. When I was, look, I was like 11 years old and I was in that, you know, it was two, the two people, three people, the three (laughs) players I watched hardcore, like it don't matter if they were playing or not. I had to watch them was... Michael Jordan, Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson. And I cried twice. I cried when Michael Jordan won his first championship and I cried when Bo Jackson broke his hip. I did. And then later on it was uh, Mike Tyson losing to Buster Douglas. But that's a whole nother topic right there because I could go all night (laughs) with that. But uh, yeah, I did because it was the fact of the matter is what he had to go through with Getting beat down by, you know, that masterpiece he did against Boston. He got beat down. That okay? 63 points. And he, the Jordan Rules with the Pistons. And, you know what I'm saying?
0: Before you even he, end that, before you end that, this is not just the Pistons who were beating Michael. This is the entire league that was beating his ass every time he went to the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit started the Jordan Rules, but everybody yeah. in the league, get this right, all you they, fucking they got the, it, the they, Queen fan?
1: Look, <laughs> ample, all that,
0: Queen fans, everybody was hitting not just detroit not just boston everybody was knocking jordan the fuck out okay so get that right get that <laughs> right okay
1: but i will i will say this though i will say this though to, the fact of the matter is when he finally broke through and yeah everybody talks about oh he played the older lakers team yeah that's true but The Bulls were older down the road, playing teams like the Magic and the Sonics, and they were beating their ass. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty.
0: Everybody is.
1: Yeah, hindsight. Yeah, Uh, uh, Portland. And I know everybody. This is this is where I kind of, I kind. This is why I kind of fired off on LeBron fans because of the stuff they say. But at the same time, in, in retrospect, the fact of the matter is he finally broke through. I kind of felt that way a little bit when LeBron won his first championship. I do. I I really do. Because it's hard to win a championship. You got a lot of great players that, that hasn't won anything. Dan Marino, who I think is the greatest quarterback of all time, he has not won Super Bowl. He doesn't. But I do think he's a great quarterback. I think he's the greatest of all time. That's just my opinion. I think he's the greatest of all time. Yes, he doesn't have any Super Bowl rings, but the way he kind of elevated the passing game, I think he's the greatest of all time. So, he can tell you, too. He, I'm pretty sure he'll be glad to give up those records to win one Super Bowl. To win one, at least. You know what I'm saying? So, it's hard. So, guys like LeBron and Mike and uh, uh who else is there out there? Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, all those guys who actually went out and won a championship. I, I, I understand that. So, I mean, I did a little bit because I know what he went through. And as a Michael Jordan fan yeah it hit me right there in the fields it really did it really hit me in the fields. so but with that being said uh yeah
2: where the, go, way, the way the way he had uh the, had to work ever since he came into the league yeah like, and we, I talked about this a bit before dre he brought that that will to win oh yeah in the fight i mean he he never gave up no yeah. matter no matter what even with the a broken foot where everyone's selling, hey, sit down. We're just gonna tank. Uh, we'll, Matter we'll of go. fact,
1: that was a that was the one where he came back, and then he dropped that sixty three in Boston, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah he dropped that sixty three yeah. in Boston. You know what
2: and, I'm saying? So he, yeah, he. We all know he that he can uh, scroll anytime, any place. Oh yeah. So, and you know, yeah, when he finally got that support cast to to back him up. I mm-hmm. think that's when
1: uh, and and, and Scotty blossomed to the player that we pretty much all knew he was gonna be. So yeah, yeah, it all came together. And then we gotta we gotta give our shout out to Horace Grant too. He yep. was he was he was Dennis Rodman before Dennis Rodman. He was the one that was doing the dirty work, got the rebounds, played the tough physical defense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, it it, just, it really came together.
2: Just to see what type of work that he put in. Before he broke through and got to the uh, championship, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that was uh, that that was amazing. I like how they uh, how they showed it, oh, and yeah. and uh, the last thing before we get off the subject that de- that this whole debate between Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, you know, who's the best, uh, who's the real goat?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There is a, there's not one answer because it, it, uh, the answer varies between yeah. generations. Yeah, our generation we will say Jordan. The, the the generation that came behind us, they are gonna say Kobe. The generation that came behind them they gonna say LeBron. So it depends yeah. on who you talk to and who and who they were watching when they were uh, basketball when they were growing up. Because that's mm-hmm. who they they gonna pick. That's uh that's the goat. So yeah. this, this this debate is is it, it's, it's it's, tiring.
1: But, not- I, but I but I do it I do it to piss I do it to piss the LeBron fans off because they can get oh, over there sometimes. Yeah. So I yeah. love pissing I look look for the record I have no beef with LeBron. I think LeBron is a top a top five all time player I to me. Mean, I really do. I, I just mean, like piss I just I mean. love I just love pissing off LeBron fans because the thing with LeBron fans is and, and I know somebody's out there's gonna get crazy, I compare them to forty five supporters. I really do. I compare them to forty five supporters because Ooh. I remember when I remember I remember back when Steph Curry was ascending in the league and he was doing his thing and he's he was becoming the top player. And the question came out that has LeBron been surpassed by Curry? And boy, if you would have went on Twitter, them LeBron fans, they were like forty five and the beehive combined, they was ooh, they was trashing Curry for real. <laughs> they had them all in his mentions. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I know, I know the Jordan fans. Do that, Do the same thing with every player. I get that. But, man, I'm telling you, the thing with LeBron fans is that they will go and trash any player in the league past the present. They would. But let them – but let you criticize or say that he's not the GOAT and they will lose it. They will lose their mind. They really would. They will lose their mind because it's like you can't talk bad about it. Look, I'm a Jordan fan, but I know Jordan's an asshole. I know he – Does things that is questionable. He does. Same thing with with Floyd. I I like Floyd Mayweather. Every every person that they follow, every celebrity or athlete that somebody follows has an asshole tendency. Trust me. Not everybody's (laughs) perfect. Everybody talks about LeBron, what he does on and off the court. LeBron has had an asshole moment. Trust me. If you you don't know, ask Kyrie Irving. Ask Kyrie. Ask those Lakers that got traded to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. LeBron has had an asshole moment Every now and then, he's not perfect, so we need to chill on that. That's all I gotta say about that. So, right, oh, yeah, and the not one, not two, not three, not four. Come on, man, come on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, the, I, I'm just saying to me, yo, know, that, that, that there's no debate yeah. because, yeah, every whatever, whatever, whoever you, uh, you watch while you were growing up, that's who you think is uh, is, uh, is go because I mean, how many how many players. You gonna go and bring back from uh, back in the day uh, from like I say uh, a different sport and say that that player you could not have made it into the uh, the league this year or right. it is now. I mean yeah. you, you can make a case make that make that case for any and every player. Oh, but
1: I agree clearly, absolutely.
2: Uh, being a, playing a different generation, different type of rules, different type of everything. So it, I mean it just doesn't. To me, it takes away from the what the beauty was with uh, Michael. Kobe and LeBron. So leave it at that. They're great now, or sorry, like uh, LeBron is great now. Enjoy that. That's
1: it. Facts. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So with that being said, uh, uh, I know next next Sunday before we get on to the next subject, I know next Sunday is going to be even better because they're going to be talking about the Dream Team, and they're going to be talking about Kobe and Michael when my, when Kobe comes into the league and. You know, you know, you know, you know the comparisons. Everybody, you know, they had. I'm not, had,
0: I'm, I'm, not, not either, I'm not
1: either. But uh, you know what? Honestly, I was the same way with Kobe. I was giving them hell too. But towards the end of his career, I had a newfound respect for Kobe. But, and, but, and I will say this too. Everybody talks about the next Michael, the next Michael. Kobe is pretty much the closest to being Mike, pretty much. Fact. So. But with that being said, we're gonna move on to the next subject. We're gonna go on. Uh-oh. We're gonna talk about some foosball, I think. I think we are talking about some foosball. We're gonna talk about Ugh. this draft. Uh that's 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 <laughs> that.
0: boy, boy, boy. Yeah.
1: Oh, and uh my nephew checked in. What up, DJ, man? Thanks for checking in, man. Oh, and uh, I'm just letting y'all know he he did get an offer from Albany State University. So Oh, I'm, okay. I'm so uh keep grinding, nephew, man. I see you, man, and hopefully. When this Corona stops acting like a BS, I could come see you play before you take <laughs> off. So, Stop but yeah, see, I, right. So, but with that being said, man, uh, <laughs> I didn't watch the draft. I kind of kept up on my, uh, on my, uh, on my phone cause I was at work, but uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I know we have a couple gripes on our side and I know Boom has a lot of gripes on the Cowboys side. So. Who wants to go first like should we let boom have the floor for a little bit uh or i'm
0: gonna let boom have it i'm, I'm gonna
1: let well go ahead mike go ahead mike say what
0: you guys I, say I, I want everybody's thoughts on uh mr aaron Rodgers and what happened to him in green bay um they actually drafted the quarterback man so what you gotta think about aaron Rodgers and his soon to be tenure
1: okay. and honestly honestly uh, you know what i think he's going to be like uh, uh uh tom brady i think aaron rogers in about i'll say two or three years at the most if he doesn't retire Ooh. he will be with another wow. team i think he'll be with another team uh he will be somewhere and considering the fact that they did not draft a wide receiver either that lets me know that lets me know there's some tension there between the front office and and remember I told you a couple times I told y'all this a couple times during the show they expect Aaron Rodgers to do everything to perform magic. We always talk about the bad bad man, but every bad but even the bad bad man needs some help every now and then. He does. He needs some help now and then. Right. And I figured I figured they would try to make the move to get AJ Green, but apparently Joe Burrow Talked the Bengals into signing him to a franchise and a franchise tag, and apparently AJ Green is staying there. I figured AJ, they a I don't win. know what AJ own. I don't know what
0: drug he owns, but he he <laughs> on something heavy right. to stay in that motherfucker. Like, right. What the and what the, with you? What? I don't.
1: And 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 the crazy thing about it is the Cardinals traded for DeAndre Hopkins for a pack of nailers and some Skittles. Why couldn't the Packers why couldn't the Packers make a move like that? Why the Packers? I mean, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, dude, you could have went and got DeAndre Hawkins. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, I mean, I don't know. He he I think, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers' time is ticking in Green Bay. I really think in about two or three years, if he doesn't retire, he will be in another uniform. Somebody's gonna get him. You think he's be a one hit wonder, one Super Bowl, and, and that's it?
2: You think he'll uh, he'll win another one?
1: You know that's. The, that, well, yeah. uh, you know what? Honestly, yeah. honestly, honestly, I said the same thing about Peyton, and he did go win another one. I thought Peyton was at the end of his rope when he left Cincinnati, uh, left Indianapolis, and he had the bad neck. But he did win another one. Per se, he didn't win it. He didn't win it. The defense won it for him, but he did win another Super Bowl. So I think that. It, it it all depends on where he goes. If he goes to a ready made contender, absolutely he'll win another one. But if he goes to a team like Brian's gonna kick my ass if I say that. If he goes to a team like the Jets, he ain't win a shit. Woo! <laughs> hey man, I know Brian. Gonna, I know Brian gonna beat my ass, but I just had to put that out there, man. So I, I can
0: say this, man. Don't 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 leave out Mr. Belichick, man, because you know he just kicked. Mr. 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 Brady to the curb, but you, but Mike, and, you really
1: think you really think that he would go out if Rodgers I mean, was to get traded yeah. or released? You think he'll, hell go get it? Yeah. Hell
0: yeah, yeah. Especially if Brady goes and does does the thing and and wins, hell yeah. He calling Aaron Rodgers up, bitch. I can do it too. I don't need you. Hell <laughs> yeah. He, those two got massive egos. You think? Right. You really think like Bill Belichick is gonna sit back and just? Watch Tom Brady win one, no, he's going to go after a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Hell, he might even go after Cam. He might decide, hey, guess what, Cam? I'm you just going to dumb crazy, down that's, the that's offense and run ball. the damn ball and play defense. Let's win That's the a a crazy thing. That's the crazy
1: me. thing, man. That's the crazy thing. Cam Newton. He did it with picked, Jacoby
0: Brissett. He, he, he completely yeah, dumbed he down that offense.
1: He, he really did. He,
0: they won with he Jacoby Brissett. Really so they so went 4-1. On yeah. Run? Yeah.
1: And uh, that's the crazy thing. Somebody, Iron Mike, said, What if Rodgers ends up going, take the Brett Favre route and goes to the Vikings? This, this one right here, this wow. comment right here. He might slide to the Vikings. That'd be interesting. That'd be, that'd they be, deja- maybe, that, that. It'd, it'd be pretty much be deja vu because you saw what Brett Favre did. Brett Favre went from, where well, he went to New York and then he came back. But that'd be crazy. That really would be.
0: Boom. So uh, what 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 <laughs> do you think about that?
1: I don't know. What You
0: think about that? That, that Rodgers going? If you think he if he go anywhere, where do you think he he, he would go? That, uh some people uh some people are saying uh to the Bears. I
1: mean the, You know what? I was going really to really cool. say that. I was going to say that. I was going to say that the that, the, that wow. would be ugly. That would be ugly. But you really, crazy. but would you really think? Would you really think the Packers would trade Aaron Rodgers, or they would just let him release him? I don't think
0: they'd trade him. They trade him. Aaron has a, no, no. But Aaron Rodgers has a trade clause and no trade clause. Like he can, he could, So he can dictate where he goes.
2: Him. So he
1: can dictate yeah, where can he can
0: goes. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I, uh, I don't think Bears would be a strong possibility, or even uh, uh, someone in the comments said uh, uh, Vikings. Yeah. So, uh, that, 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 if if they don't get him help, then, then I think they're trying to set him up to be released
3: mm-hmm. because
2: they're like, "Well, you're you're supposed to be the baddest quarterback ever, you know, you haven't done shit." So, uh, with that, uh, and then they'll be like, "Just just go, you know, you're here, we're we'll you from your uh, contract," mm-hmm. but. I the, uh, not getting him help, knowing that you that he needed help on uh, with the, uh, that's, y- a with the uh, that's crazy. That is Ryan,
1: crazy, man. That, you don't that's... get
2: hurt anything except you got his got his potential replacement. Uh, yeah. not, I'm yeah. That's
0: crazy, man, man. That's so disrespectful. Hey, you know what? Man. I
1: saw I saw I saw I saw a stat that kind of boggled my mind. They had all the quarterbacks, current quarterbacks who have thrown touchdown passes to first round receivers. draft picks receivers. Yep. Aaron Rodgers has only thrown one touchdown pass to a, a a first round wide receiver. That's bonkers. That is fucking crazy.
0: That's crazy. They don't believe in drafting and- First I'm for the most part it, all go,
1: it all goes back it all goes back to what I said, it goes back to what I said. The front office thinks that Aaron Rodgers is Superman and he could do everything by himself. he could turn sugar from shit yeah. basically that's what it is but that's with that being said, thing. it really does mm-hmm. and it su- and it sucks it really does it really sucks so but with that being said, we're going to talk about this draft. You know, everybody talks about the uh, the status quo. Burrow went number one, Young went number two, uh, Oduka went three. What surprise? What pick surprised the hell out of y'all? What Tua. pick surprised y'all?
2: Tua. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, Miami, uh, they went and took the chance on uh, Tua, even though how the, many the how many lower not just or you know or how many lower body injuries. Has this man had throughout his college career? Uh,
1: wow like, like two then, or three? Man. Yeah, like two or no, three no, of
2: them. No, not two or three. There's just more than that. He had uh, uh, a thigh, a hamstring, the ankle, the hip, the uh, mm-hmm. I mean, foot. He he's had it all on a, of, uh, his lower body, and he went what, the, what was it number six that he went?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And mm-hmm. Uh, that that was surprising. Uh, for me, because I mean, uh, hey, when the guy when he plays, he can he can play. Like, oh, yeah. you know, no no doubt about that. But him being drafted that high, I to, with that many injuries, and you know one one good hit, you know from a blind side could take him out. Because mm-hmm. uh, the 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 posterior crack or fracture, it can go uh, go again with the, the yeah. right hand, landing, you know. Uh, awkwardly, so uh, mm-hmm. that was a surprise to me, but no doubt that, that that when he's healthy, he can run, he can throw. So, I mean, I yeah. think that they're looking at the, the bright side of that pick. But well, uh, to me, that was that was a surprise. So I'm going him going that high.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that if he does stay healthy, he could be a franchise quarterback. Uh, but the thing is, he got to stay healthy. He really does. But the thing about me, I think the, the Dolphins surprised me with some very. They had they they had thirteen draft picks. So I mean, the fact of the matter is, they made some they made some good moves. But it's Miami, though. I mean, come on, it's Miami. It's the Dolphins.
0: I, I, I don't I don't I don't like him at two for the simple fact like his his style. He he's like Vic in a way. He just doesn't protect himself at all. Like he doesn't hmm. believe in protecting himself. He just takes too many chances. Of, if a blitz is coming, he doesn't step to the side. He doesn't fall down. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes quarterback, you got to do that little punk shit every once in a while. You see that big-ass 330-pound guy coming, you got to do what Matt Ryan did and get your ass get down. Get your ass okay? out of the get
1: way. Ass. Get, get the fuck out of the way. way. Get out the way. Get out of the
0: way, bro. Get out of the
1: way. Save and that's live me.
0: another day. Like, you got to live to fight another day, and that's something that Tua – like if he wants to last in the NFL, he's going to have to get down on his ass. Okay, as simple as that. He cannot <laughs> take those. He cannot right. take those hits like he did at Alabama because both hits were ugly, ugly, and that's how he that's ended it up one, getting hurt. Hey, like you saw
1: the, you saw the, yeah, Zach, You saw the, you saw the hurting that that Georgia put on him. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, they I mean. was, they
0: were they was tearing his behind up. You can't right. you can't take those hits in the NFL, bro. The speed is so much different in the NFL. So much different. So much, so so,
1: com- so complex. It's way more complex, too. You know what I'm saying? So, but there, there is one pick that surprised me. And my brother-in-law's here, and I want somebody Ooh. to explain to me what the hell the Eagles were doing with this one. That was my surprise pick right there. That was my surprise pick. You got you just gave Carson Wentz all this money. And then you go out and, and draft, you know, you could have got a receiver, you could have got a running back. Right. So when I saw that, I was So I, I had to hold pause a little bit. I was like, okay, you just gave Carson Wentz all this money. Then you just gave him an extension, right? Then you go out and sign Jalen Hurts. Okay. So I'm I'm like, all right. So my my thing is this. My thing is this. Do you think the Eagles are like nervous about about Carson Wentz's uh you know because he's he's had some injuries issues too he has some health well, issues I too have
0: a little bit more intel than me um I'll just say this I think it's more of a locker room issue because I'm hearing that there's a lot of players that don't care for his his is is him as a person. Mm-hmm. They they don't really care for him as a person. That's what I'm I'm thinking because Jaden Hurts is a he he he's is a guy. The guy. He's a he leader. The guy. He's a leader. He's a true leader, and I'm hearing this. This Carson Wentz is just an asshole, and I think that has more to do with, uh, with that pick than anything. I don't think the players and that this right here don't. This
1: right here. Look, he just signed up for 137 million. So that's. Huh. I mean, <coughs> that's
0: crazy. It's it's a,
1: it's a head scratch to me. Because oh, it's, it's like it's like, why am I gonna go draft this quarterback? And I just gave my supposedly franchise quarterback 137 million dollars, and somebody said it was an insurance. Po- Brian said it was an insurance policy. I get that, but dog, was- in the second round though, you got to hold pause on that a little bit, man. You really do because you could have built around. I mean, you could have got a quarterback in the later rounds. I mean, Jake Fromm was there, and even if you wanted to go outside the the realm and free agency, was you there still had you still, had, you still had, you still had. Cam Newton, even though Cam Newton probably wouldn't want to be a backup, that was another option. Jameis Winston as well, uh-huh. even though he ended up signing up signing with New Orleans. That was another option. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's like, it's a head scratch to me. That surprised the hell out of me because I was just like, when somebody told me Jalen Hurst is going to Philly, I was like, first came out of my mouth was like, first of all, why, and second of all, do the Eagles trust Wentz to be their franchise quarterback in the long run?
0: Do they? Man, ain't no they really way to hell. Do. Hey, no I Go ahead, bro. This is a, it's one of those situations where you have to ask about the
2: Chicago Bears. They got ten tight ends. Uh, <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> so I mean, you know, who knows right. what they're doing, and then who knows, you know, what's going on, what they're trying to do, in uh, in Philly are they trying to go do run a two quarterback offense? Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> you might be right about that. You, yeah,
1: you might have a point there, man. I mean, it's just so, like
2: I it's... mean, It could be uh, the Chicago Bears could be trying to run a, uh, a, a tight end you know, back to a quarterback, and then the eagles trying to run a two quarterback offense. You know, yeah. He was good. They, and some teams have tried that, right? You know, two quarterback offense. Because uh,
1: like, uh, uh, the, the Saints, the Saints did it. The, the, Saints.
2: Saints. the Saints. they they do that. They go back and forth, you know, extensively. So, and they and they were signed them, right? Uh, Taysom Hill. To, uh, well, they signed. They,
0: they, they,
1: they, 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 they yeah, he 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 did another one. And then you know, they just brought uh, the Saints just brought in uh, Winston. So, I mean, I don't think Taysom Hill is going to be the backup. I think Winston will be, but I'm pretty sure they're right. going to put Taysom Hill in the in the positions he he's been put right. But right, Taysom, yeah. Taysom Hill was in
2: the backup when uh, Teddy was there. So he right. was still doing those uh, walk past.
3: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: So with the, if they can do that, I'm sure uh, the uh, Eagles can too. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, that, uh, they may be uh, planning on a, a whole new different type of uh, offensive mm-hmm. team. So with, the, with them uh, taking that.
1: Right. I understand that. But now we're going to get down to our specific teams. I'm going to let, let, gonna, gonna let Boone go first because I know he's been itching to talk about the Cowboys. So uh, I know a lot of people have been, it's been kind of 50-50 with this, the, the first pick that the Cowboys got. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a good pick because to me, CeeDee Lamb was the best player available in that time. But again, I am not a Cowboys fan. We have the Cowboys fan down here, this guy. So he can probably break it down more than us. So I'm going to let him have the floor.
2: So with the – if you guys follow strictly For Network, you saw my live reaction when my wife uh, recorded me when, when we uh, had our first, uh, first pitch last Thursday. And then when I, when I heard the fans name, because a receiver was not a top priority for our team. True. Our team, we needed a cornerback. We needed a safety. We needed Crazy. a linebacker. We needed uh, a defensive tackle. We needed a uh,
0: edge rusher. Okay, offensive, offensive lineman, offensive lineman, Frederick.
1: Well, okay, my my boom. My, my question too is, y'all did y'all did sign uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix? Did y'all need another one as far as depth wise? Yeah,
2: well, well, we need that because now uh, who's the, who's the other safety? Can you name them? Because I can't.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. He's gone. He's gone to the
2: Raiders. Yeah. So with with all those defensive holes at that time, mm-hmm. CD Lamb, in my opinion, was a was was what the fuck are you doing? That was my mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah. We needed all we needed all these holes filled up on on defense.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: then you know for you know sat down look, I even said you know the CD Lamb doesn't even show me speed or what type of ride rotary that he runs because that's all they were showing. They were showing him doing a drag and uh catching the So wire. basically
1: so basically in your eyes, in your eyes, C D Lamb is basically Des Brown
2: 2.0. From what they showed, yes. Because I don't want football. I don't so uh, all these players are coming off. I go by what I see from uh, the highlights that they show and from what I hear they'll read about how the players uh do in the in the combine?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So with with me for, for just from seeing what they were showing, just a little uh, 10 second highlight reel. He's yeah, just uh, a- going on one slant or a
1: Well, he's gonna probably he's that's probably gonna first. he's probably gonna be in the slot because Gallup and and, and Cooper are gonna be on the perimeter. Right,
0: uh, so, you know, so yeah, he spent a first round on a a slot receiver. That's crazy. That's well. That's
1: and, and, and this is my theory. this is my theory. This is my theory right here, and I may be wrong when I say this. I think that Jerry Jones is still haunted by the ghost of Randy Moss. I really yeah. think he is. I I really think Man, he, he is.
0: They wanted they, they wanted Calvin uh, Ridley. Also, we took. Yeah, that. I <laughs> really
1: think so because I remember when Jerry passed on Randy Moss, and Randy Moss cooked them. In that game, that's why he mm-hmm. went and got when Des was still on the board, he went and got Des. I think this was the same thing with c d lamb. He just saw the best player available as a receiver, and he was like, "I'm not going to pass up on him That's just my theory. I may be wrong, but i think I think that Thank he's you, still man. haunted by that ghost. I think he's still haunted by that ghost of Randy Moss that he passed on him yeah
2: but well, whatever is you know that's just me. Watching that draft, knowing mm-hmm. what as a team, because mm-hmm. the I, I put in five positions on just on defense that we need uh, plugged up. Now we need an offensive lineman to uh, take care of uh, Federick, right? Because he retired. Uh, we need a, uh, a left tackle or a tackle to replace Tyron Smith, because I've been saying it for the past few years that Tyron Smith has lost mm-hmm. his step and
1: yeah, he's declining. He's definitely declining. So Last really year, is. I
2: think he had over. I think he had ten. Holding penalties, or mm-hmm. and I think over five false starts. You having that many false starts, and you're supposed to be the the best tackle. Best, yeah. You are losing. You, you lost a step. So What's his a,
1: age? how How old is he? He's got to be up there. He's got to be like in his thirties. I, I think he's up. he's he's aging. He's aging right now. Like he's been in the league for a minute. He's been in the league for a minute. So, but I will I will say this.
2: He's twenty nine.
1: Between yeah, well, twenty nine. That's like eighty nine in real life. You, like man? that's old. That's, that that's ah. Yeah. Well, he's a big dude. I mean, uh, yeah, he, between uh, Boom and Ladonna was talking about how many injuries he had like over the course of his career. Like yeah, back,
2: back, uh, shoulder, his uh knee, uh, and and the and the back and the neck has been a repeated injury year mm-hmm. and year out. Last two man. years has been either neck or back. And that's and yeah. just over and over again. So we need to think about. I said it two years ago. We need to think about getting his replacement. Get a mm-hmm. replacement. You know uh, that you know, we should have gotten a replacement last year. Have him groomed up to be and have uh, have him shadow Tyler Smith to show him uh, You know, hey, what would you. Do if this player does, if he does this, you do this. You know, and develop players. That's one thing about the Cowboys over the you know, last five, six years. They don't develop players. They they drive. They get players just based on talent and skill. That's it. Move. They got I, a question for you right there. They got a question. Go ahead. No. Well, maybe that dude from Oklahoma. Um. <laughs>
1: hey hey, just make sure your wife don't see that because you know she go she go throw them hands and she see it. <laughs> I feel the <laughs> But, uh, oh man! I
2: but think, I, mean, I think they may have what the what they got from Oklahoma. Uh, that yeah,
1: is, uh, this done. comment right here. He got a, a, a D tackle from Oklahoma, and y'all also got a, a defensive end yeah. in the fifth round from Utah. And then yeah. y'all also y'all also picked up. Uh, I don't know. We talked about it. Y'all did go get Gerald McCoy, and y'all went and took a calculator risk. And then y'all went and signed yeah. all the Smith. So I mean. So, and, I mean, at least the Cowboys are trying. At least the Cowboys are trying to get something going, but it's like you said, they have which, plenty uh, more holes.
2: Which I am happy about because they, after the first round, they addressed the issues that were that that were present, right? Yeah, you know, we mm-hmm. got a uh, uh, a good cornerback uh, in, in Diggs, so I think and you know, know
1: that's the and you know the crazy thing about it, is I didn't I didn't know that was uh, Stephon Diggs' brother. I didn't know that was his brother.
2: Uh, yeah. I knew he was. Uh, it was good because uh, I, think I was watching. I think it was the Texas OU game that uh, where uh, where Stephon was there. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did not.
1: Play. I did not know that was his brother. So that's that's real dope. Because I saw the uh, the message he did on Twitter for his brother. That was real <laughs> dope. That was dope.
2: So with, with, with uh, after the first round, after getting uh, all these. Uh, holes plugged up that that mm-hmm. i mentioned before mm-hmm. they this this group can can be good yeah. the, because because the, the some of these players from the highlights that i've seen how they went that far into the draft those, those, those players were they they were steel so yeah. mm-hmm. you know and then after you know after you know a day or two you know thinking about going back as you know, looking at our, at our first round pick i understand why they got it. Mm-hmm. he's a he's a uh he's a first-time talent and arguably uh with a lot of people saying he might be the best receiver overall in the in the draft not not just based on skill mm-hmm. but based on everything that you would look into a player yeah so i'd be the best uh, best one available so i understand and mm-hmm. i do think i did overreact well when when we picked him but Besides that, addressing those issues, I think uh, I think we're we're on the right track because I think for the for this uh, this year's draft, well, we got an overall grade of eight a minus or eight plus, something like that.
1: I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys was in the I think they were in the top five according to ESPN and It's having one of the best drafts,
2: so I I am happy with with the with the group that was selected in this, this draft, and not to mention we saw undrafted, undrafted players as well. We got a yeah. uh, uh, offensive line. We even got that, uh, the uh, 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 tackle from Mexico, Bahrain, mm-hmm. Mexico. So, you know, they 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 are addressing issues that to me as a fan, I see in my team.
1: Okay.
2: Now, before so, I had, before so I, had are, you, team, are,
1: are you overall satisfied as far as you say y'all on the right track? Do you think that this will help the Cowboys kind of? Get thrust themselves in the contender mix as far as the NFC, to thrust themselves in the mix.
2: It depends on how much uh, Dak has grown and how much he's willing to show.
1: He does have Mike McCarthy, who can kind of help him a little bit because he did kind of groom Aaron Rodgers, so, I mean, you never know.
2: But you can't – but an actor, but accuracy is something you can't teach, and that's what I want to get into right now because – You're right about
0: that. You're right about that,
2: because after the uh, draft, uh, I saw someone uh, comment under after when we drafted CD lamp. someone commented underneath that post saying, <laughs> and, uh, "I wonder how hard uh, I need to uh, look at." But it says something along the lines of, they, "It'd be good. it be a good thing if Dak can get the ball to him, right?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "You know, someone said what I was thinking." What my friend Amir he said that he's he he's consider he is accurate the thrower, and then he posted uh, the stat of his completions sixty eight percent completions. Completions does not translate into accuracy.
1: It doesn't accuracy
2: because yeah. the accuracy or a completion that just means one the quarterback got the ball to the receiver. Mm-hmm. Two receiver made a great play on the ball. It does not show which one was which. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now go back to last year when uh, uh, when we when the Cowboys played the rest game. Michael Gallup beat his uh defender down the sideline. He he had about three yards. Mm-hmm. Guess where? Guess where the ball was?
1: At so, his straight At his foot. At his no, foot or somewhere?
2: Short. No, not even at his foot. <laughs> so that's not accurate. There's another, another uh, when uh, when we played the Eagles, when Amari Cooper did a five yard post, mm-hmm. and when he did that post, when you run, when you run the post, the ball should be right here, but the ball wasn't here. Ball was low and ahead of him, so the, he had to go and die for it, and it was an extremely fast. That's not accurate. Just so mm-hmm. just because he has 68 percent completion percentage does not mean he's accurate. There's no way that can tell you if the ball was yeah, it was definitely in his uh in the receiver's grasp, or two that the receiver may go make I uh, get that ball. That doesn't show that doesn't tell you any of that. So completions does not translate into accuracy. Accuracy is when a quarterback throws the ball where the receiver maximizes that game. That doesn't mean you know he caught the ball and got tackled right away. That's not that's not being accurate. You you left your uh, uh, room open in front of him, to for him for a receiver to keep running. So now, if you're throwing the ball high or low, you're you're minimizing the game
0: because that's right there is that's the furthest he's gonna go because the defense. Balls. They have a, they have stats called catchable balls uh, as far as uh, the accuracy for quarterbacks. Did you how many balls? You no know, accurate throws that you make. They they that's the stat that they actually keep. So. Yeah, he did. I, that's something that I have to look up, but I think he's absolutely right um, as far as the accuracy that's concerning. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, those guys, catch. they're always near the top as far as kids, uh, passes are yeah. concerned. So, yeah, so, so. so every, every quarterback uh,
2: misses throws. Every quarterback, yes, I understand that. Oh, yeah. But the accuracy, where the ball placement is, that is what I'm talking about. Drew Brees Brees is always somewhere over here on target, Mm -hmm. not to the the, you know, to the feet, to the ankles. So, basically,
1: what you're saying is saying is the quarterback, any quarterback, needs to put the ball where a receiver can make a play, and Mm -hmm. that's the game, yeah.
2: So, because the quarterback can throw it down here to the knees, the receiver can catch it, but he ain't going nowhere because the defense can't make a
1: play, right? He can't make a play
2: unless you know. They break, you know, somehow miss that tackle. which yeah. happens a lot, you know, this day, uh, in the league this uh this time, but it's still. So I understand what you're saying, Patrick. Every quarterback misses.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's late, it's plenty. It's been plenty of times where I, I've screened at the TV because Matt Ryan missed Julio on a. So it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It does.
2: And then drops. That can be also about with accuracy, right? Was the ball. Here where the 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 catch could be made and then drop, or did the receiver try to make a play on the ball but he dropped it? But then again, he had to judge he had to jump five uh, five yards to even get to the football. So again, completion can be a number of things, but having a high completion uh percentage does not accurate to me translate into accuracy. So mm-hmm. that, that that was my take and that's the one to feel this. Communicate, hey! Just because you see seventy percent uh, completion, okay? Now, did, did he uh, did he miss that wide open throw? Did he underthrow uh, a receiver here? Did he underthrow? Uh, an- uh, uh, yeah. It all, it all goes.
0: Yeah.
1: So my thing, my thing is with that. This is. Uh uh Patrick, I saw your question about the tight window throw percentage. Dak Prescott was number one with forty six percent. i give him that. Two, I will say, and I called it a while ago. I said Mike McCarthy. Where where
0: was this? This was in five yards, ten yards, twenty yards, thirty yards? Like
1: he just said he just said
0: maybe percentage. downfield, maybe I mean you know down, yeah. maybe downfield. Dak is probably one of the better deep ball throwers in the NFL. Maybe. Oh, yeah. As far as, as far as that concerned, but we're talking about like this is this is they have You talk about you talk about players. tight cover.
1: You talk about tight covers when you need three or four yards and yes. it's tight covers. Yeah, yes, talking,
0: yeah, that's why I said aware. You talk about where. You ain't gonna throw that bullshit out and just think as yes, that like no, I'm I'm too clever for that shit. You're not My gonna thing, throw that. This,
1: and up. this is why I said that with Mike McCarthy there, and and I say two, and I I said two things. I said that I said that. I thought Dak Prescott was doing too much, especially when you got a running back like Zeke back there. I think Dak was doing too much with the ball. Because, I mean, yeah. me and Mike, we talked about it all the time. He would run into sacks, and I'm with like.
0: I, I already know, boom, go ahead. <laughs> Dude, <it was> <laughs>
2: to his. Yes, I'm coming to Dak's defense, but.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: It was the, the, the play calling. Because as soon as we got down by, say, seven points. Yeah. They want to start throwing the ball. Perfect example was that a, was, a, was against the Jets. We were down ten, and all we started doing was it started to bomb the
1: ball. That was a hey, that was the game. Hey, the game against the Bears. The game against the Bears when y'all were winning, and all of a sudden y'all started throwing the ball. I'm like, you got Zeke back there.
0: Easy throws. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you manipulate stats. I tell people all the time, you got to look at it during the game. You got to look during the game. And see when these guys are completing these passes. It, it doesn't mean a damn thing when a dude when you already down third 20 points and you losing and you sit throwing dinking and dunking out. They're giving you that crap. That's really? not difficult. That's not difficult.
1: But I hope I will say this, I hope that with cause everybody, uh Ladonna, Nikki, you, uh, Boom, everybody was ready for Jason Garrett, the clapper to be gone and he's gone so I really hope because I I said it. Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy groomed Aaron Rodgers. I really think because I'm not gonna sit here and say that Prescott is trash. He's not. He's very he has talent. The dude has talent. I'm not gonna say he's completely, you know, a bum. He's not. He has talent. And I really hope that Mike McCarthy grooms him to be a good quarterback. I just hope that he doesn't try to do too much. Now, considering the fact he does have weapons on the outside. You know, you drafted Lamb. You got Gallup. You got cooper and then you got um zeke back there i just hope he doesn't do too much and i'm gonna do what mike said and i'm gonna say what mike always been saying dude you're mobile you're mobile bro you don't need to sit in the po- I-, I know you want to be a quarterback and you want to sit in the pocket
2: Thank
0: dog use the legs use the legs
1: hey use the legs bro you you
0: get sacked six yeah. times by slow ass agent claiborne all right that ass, ass still that still you
1: boggles my mind time. and 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 dog the Falcons had the worst pass rush that year, and we got to Dak Prescott six times. I didn't even watch the game, but I was like, yeah, you "So
2: Dak t- Prescott seven times."
1: Yeah, uh, Claymore had six. It was a uh, what's the guy's name? Byron Bell was the revolving door for y'all offensive line. It was Byron Bell because <laughs> even Ladonna told me that the dudes are revolving door. Well, one,
2: thing, one, one thing that I can only hope for with this new coach, the coaching staff that we got. Mm-hmm. Is that they bring discipline and hold players accountable for what they do on the field. Because if yeah. they if they blow something up or miss the cut, miss something, I I want them getting in the face and tell them you this, this was on you.
3: Right.
2: You know, that's, that's I just want you know discipline coming back. You know, we are kind of coming back to fundamentals because with Garrett there, I don't think there was any type of discipline.
1: He just clapped all the time. He just clapped. He just, just clapped.
2: Players, they were able to he just do clapped.
1: That. That's all he did. He clapped. That's, that's, that's all he did. He yeah. just clapped. You know what I'm saying? So, so. so that's
2: what that's one thing I hope for with the C O coaching staff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think and I think McCarthy's a good a good coach. I know a lot of people said that he wasn't gonna fit in Dallas because he's an alpha male, and everybody knows Jerry's an alpha male. But look, the Cowboys haven't won since what the mid 90s. I think Jerry's gonna have to start swallowing his pride and let let these coaches coach. And you know I don't think, I don't, and I think Mike McCarthy's not gonna back down from Jerry Jones. He's not. I think Mike McCarthy is gonna be the guy to kind of turn the page for the Cowboys. And consider the fact that y'all drafted good in the draft. Y'all on y'all way, but it's like you said, y'all still gotta fill holes in the secondary. You got to fill holes on the defense. You did get your, you did get some pretty decent pass rushes on your front line. Uh your linebacker core. Uh I know y'all got country strong. Y'all got Jaden Smith. Is Sean Lee still there?
2: Sean Lee's there, uh Sean- one year contract and I think he's there because uh like we said, we have said even in the mid when uh when uh Vendorish went down, I think mm-hmm. they're more serious than what they are what they
1: y'all still got Michael Bennett? Is Michael Bennett still there too? The the uh-huh. rush Y'all had Michael Bennett too, right? No, he didn't No yeah.
2: I think he, yeah. he, or... yeah, he restructured his contract to be gone after the after the season.
1: Okay. No, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So okay. He, uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can hope for. He's just uh, having the uh, discipline on the team. That, that, that's it. Yeah. And, and, uh, that's... and yes, and and I think with Pollard, I think they uh, they can get him more touches by doing jet sweeps like they were trying to do with uh, <laughs> Devon Austin. <laughs> Cause I think
1: is Tavon Austin to... still in the league? I, I haven't heard from him since he left the Rams. <laughs> he got a,
2: he, he was on the team. I he haven't heard.
1: heard.
2: He got a touchdown, wide open touchdown, fifty something yards. That yeah,
1: was his highlight of the of the season, huh? I haven't heard <laughs> nothing about him or from him or nothing.
2: Yeah, but uh, but I think uh, Tony Pollard, he should get more uh, touches because he he has shown that he can run with a whip power.
0: And he has that. It looks like- we can't keep going. Z, no, no running back can keep going like that, man. The days of seeing those three hundred yard carries every year that is gone. If especially when you just pay Zeke all that money, you better get calling. Uh, like,
3: yeah.
0: Or he won't yeah. ask. and yeah. you'll be stuck paying nine, ten million dollars like we did with Devontae Freeman for injured running back. So they better right. Neville,
2: uh, that's his name, Deville,
1: Neville, uh, Neville Gallimore.
0: okay.
2: Yeah, uh, well,
1: it seems like the Cowboys are making some moves, so. Yeah, well, it seems like the Cowboys making some moves, you know, that. You know that's America's team, I guess, so, you know, they got to do something right now.
2: Yeah, you know no, uh, we, we were already jinxed because I posted a picture. Someone saying, uh, after after we dropped the CD land, someone photoshopped a picture of Mike McCarthy, Jack Prescott, and Jerry Jones holding the bardi Trophy, But right there we jinxed. Right there, <laughs> well, look, y'all ain't you know what? Y'all ain't jinxed yet. Y'all <laughs> ain't I jinxed
1: PR yet. You know what? Y'all, you know what? This is when y'all are jinxed. This is when this is when y'all jinx. Whenever the fan, the delusional fan out there, tattoos the Super Bowl champion tattoo on them, that's when you oh, yeah, jinx. I
2: guarantee you, there's someone out there right now because somebody will, somebody will. They're somebody they're will. Having a, a, a portrait of C.D. Lamb
1: holding another Marty Trooper. I bet you someone has already done they have Ameri- that. They have what? America's team and the Cowboys star logo yeah. or whatever on there? Yeah. I
2: bet you someone's already done that. <laughs> okay. Oh,
1: Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey oh, if the Cowboys do that, if the Cowboys do that, they're going 8 and 8. <laughs> <six, six, six. laughs> hey. Nah, he's at 6 and 10. I'm trying to give y'all the benefit of the doubt. Shit. Break <laughs> the norm. Oh man, but I, I really think that with McCarthy, I think the Cowboys are going to turn around. But it's like you said, they got to have they got holes to the field. But
2: uh, even with uh having a coach, with the storm of ours in there, Dak does mm-hmm. not started, that too. A, uh, yeah. and does not want to show up uh, to practice until he has a deal.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: the that that, that that quarterback and uh, and coach the office of mine, they can't go right. In two or three weeks, when he does come back, it's not
1: gonna True. work. Yeah, so, you're right. it
2: is yeah. what
1: it is. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, we do have a season because, like, right now, I'm, I'm I'm holding on a little bit. This fucking Rona is uh pretty much kicking everybody's ass right now. So hopefully, we have a season. You know, I do want to see these players kind of go out and do their thing, but uh, Mike, it's, it's our time now. <laughs> it's our time now. I think we're gonna have to talk about those 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 birds. It's our time. It's our time, man. It's gonna talk about this draft class. Uh, go
0: ahead, do, I your, ca- thing. Oh, do your thing. Do
1: your oh thing. no, I, I I didn't I didn't watch the draft. I just heard the chagrin. No, I heard. no, no, no. We're not doing that.
0: Go ahead, do. Go ahead, get your opinions. Everybody here, The only the, well, ahead.
1: the only thing. This is only thing I'm gonna say. This is the only thing I'm gonna say. The thing this <laughs> with the draft class with me. as far as us getting a cornerback that that early to me it was kind of a reach a little bit um but i've been wrong i mean i've been wrong i mean i mean i was i i i didn't agree with the julio trade because i figured we gave up too much and now he's one of the best receivers in the league uh, i thought Kanal Neal was a another reach uh because I thought that, you know, I, we needed pass rushes, so I felt that we didn't need to get him. And uh, besides the the uh, the two injuries, he's proven to be a capable uh, box safety, uh, and and he could he was pretty good in coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I'm gonna say about AJ Terrell is, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna wait till camp. I really am because, yes, everybody's showing the, the videos of him struggling against LSU. But who has a struggle against LSU? Like, LSU was just on a tear that year. They embarrassed even us. We had the best defense in the in the country, and they killed us. You know what I'm saying? So, AJ Terrell is an athlete, and going against guys like Julio and Calvin Ridley on a daily basis. It's gonna make him better. Do I feel sometimes that he is a little lazy in his technique? Yeah, a little bit, but it happens. You know, I mean, I, I saw the game against North Carolina where he gave up that touchdown where the dude, he let the dude run right by him, and I'm like, you didn't even like pinch the bitch? Like, you know, I mean, I'm gonna reserve judgment though, because I have been I have been wrong. I I can admit I've been wrong. And I think that with with Terrell, I think he's gonna surprise a lot of people because he. I'm sure he hears the talk. I'm sure he hears the talking. I'm sure he hears the negativity and he hears the the side chatter and all that stuff. I think he's gonna have a lot to prove. And the Falcons needed the Falcons needed to address a major need because we just let True go. Uh, we didn't really have a lot of depth um uh, correct me if i'm wrong mike we didn't really have a lot of death in our secondary because we don't even know if canal's gonna come back 100 percent because i mean even though quinn said that he's coming back he's a he's you know he's moving along as far as his injury rehab but we don't know how what percentage is because of the coronavirus nobody knows uh so we don't even know he's gonna come back 100 percent and uh you know, somebody said it. Uh, we picked up uh, a safety in the in the later rounds, and who I think is a got to ball hawking capabilities to replace O'Neal or Allen, depending on what happens. Um, well, I, I, go ahead. Go I, I'm, ahead. Not, I'm, not, Y'all see I'm not. I'm not. I'm not.
2: I'm
1: not. I'm not. I'm not going to throw him. I'm not going to throw him under the bus. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. I know a lot of people were upset because. They wanted a pass rusher. I did too. I wanted a pass rusher, but at the same time, I don't sign the check. I don't do the draft boards. I'm a fan like everybody else. I just watch. Do I think Terrell has capability to be a, a number one cornerback? Absolutely. It's gonna take some practice, but I really think he could be. Um What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I'm like, I'm right now, right now, right now, I'm I'm kind of at the point with Terrell. I'm like, Seventy-five, twenty-five, right now. So,
0: why would I be holding these fingers
1: up? I don't know why. Cause... what? Fuck, fuck them, fuck them, deuces,
0: whatever. are going to play a cover two zone. Pretty a, like pretty much, pretty zone.
1: much what uh pretty what much Seattle right. did.
0: Well, Seattle played more of a cover three. The Falcons are going back to that Raheem Morris, uh, oh, cover the Tampa two, two and,
1: Tampa two and
0: the cover two. This is one of the reasons why they let True go. True is a more of a cover. He's more of a man type of corner, mm-hmm. and the Falcons are going to more physical, bigger, right? Well, cornerbacks. You got Isaiah Oliver, who was about six two, six three, two got arms, longest off, uh, defensive lineman. You have uh, Sheffield, who goes who goes about 6'2", uh, 200 pounds himself. And now you have A.J. Terrell, who's six one, one ninety. 190. Those are three big freaking corners right there. Not even to mention V.D. Ray Wilson, who played well in the absence of two fun when he got hurt towards the end of the season. He's about six one, one ninety. 190. Those are four big corners. The smallest corner that the Falcons have on the roster right now is uh, Jordan Miller. Jordan Miller is about 6'1", 180, somewhere. Now. He's the smallest one, and he's going to be suspended for about the first two games, I believe. But the Falcons are going to play more of a cover two, so they're going to put hands on that little punk ass tight end up in New Orleans. All right, they're going to put up, they're going to put hands on him. He's not going to be able to just Roam the middle like he just owns it. You're gonna mm-hmm. get Keanu back um, for the most part. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not really putting a lot of stock in Keanu. Uh, he, he got a lot to prove. Uh, for me, tear ACL and then you tear your Achilles. You got a lot to prove. So I'm not gonna throw him in. You're gonna have KZ and Ricardo Allen. He played well as a strong safety. He he fits more towards the line of scrimmage than he does you know, just roaming the field. KZ is more a more guy that you want roaming like Ed Reed, roaming like, you know, Sean Taylor and those guys. That's what KZ does best. So he's going to run, and uh, I, R- Ricardo Allen, he's going to be one that's just near the line of scrimmage, F-D-M, it, with everything underneath from the Falcons because just, they're going to play big man ball. You got Tack McKinley, Tech, Texas, he, he goes about one uh, about 250 He's about he, I think he's gonna gain weight. You got Dante Powell, he's about 260. You broke ugh, that damn man child. All right, in Auburn, that damn Marlon. Marlon, you know what I'm talking about? You yeah. know what I'm about, right? Yeah. Marlin, I yeah. Marlon that, Yeah, that, that dude is a man child. All right. And then you got Grady Jarrett. That I mean, what what we gotta say about Grady Jarrett? Grady is right there. So the Falcons are gonna play more of a big man physical style of defense this time of year. Um mm-hmm. so it's gonna be an adjustment, but I like what I, I, I like what I saw um from the corners in Sheffield. I think Sheffield is gonna be he's gonna make he, he's gonna make some noise for that, that starter. I think he's gonna be the surprise uh, of the Falcons defense. He just keep an eye on Sheffield. I think he's gonna be the man to do. He's not shy. Uh he doesn't shy away from Contact. He's fast. The dude around like a four, two, three. He, he that dude's fast. He's an athlete. And Isaiah Oliver still learning technique. Um, but AJ Terrell is a guy that's gonna. He's not gonna be forced in uh, immediately. So he can sit back and just learn. Man, Falcons got Bleeder Ray Wilson. He's a veteran. He can start. He will start for the most part. I, I believe. Uh, believe that or not, he will start. Uh, but yeah, the Falcons are gonna play more cover two. Uh, what you saw that in Tampa? Uh, that's what Raheem Morris. He's the defensive coordinator now. Gonna see more cover two, uh, man cover two zone, and the Falcons are just gonna get after it, man. You don't really need nothing on offense. Matt Ryan, Julio, they going put up. They can at least put up 20 points a game. That's all you're asking. Defense just stop. And run do what they do. Just keep them healthy, the Falcons, we all right, man. But they're gonna play they're gonna play more of a cover two zone. That, and that's the reason why you look at a guy like Sheffield, not Sheffield, but AJ Terrell, you like wondering why the Falcons got him. Well that's the reason why. They're gonna play more of a cover two man.
1: No, it makes sense.
0: Like I said, I'm I'm not
1: I'm not gonna throw a, a like you know, you know how you know how the falcon fan fan base is. If it's not somebody they like, or if it's not a position they want, they go berserk. That's why I didn't really say anything about the draft. Because oh, I didn't, like I didn't like
0: it. I didn't like it. I I really didn't like it when I first saw it. But once I realized that they were going to a cover three, cover two, it made more sense. Why you got an athlete? Now, ain't Terrell, real? The, the the interesting thing about him is that not only is he a physical corner. He can run like hell. He can run. Oh, he got like speed. He, he, got has speed. he got speed. He got speed. He fast as hell. Those guys oh, yeah. are fast and physical. They're fast and physical. So you're going to see. I don't think this is going to be the same because defense. Is, it's going to be a adjustment period. But I think these guys they're going to play. They they got they got guys that got that attitude, man. Marlon Davidson. That that dude. Hey, look, he for everybody, like for, him
1: everybody him. for everybody, for everybody out there that's tripping about that speech, man, if you are tripping about that speech, you don't need to be watching football because trust me, they say a lot worse yeah. on the field, away from the cameras and the mics. They say a lot worse. So if you're upset about that speech saying that, oh, he's trying to wish physical harm on them, you're not, you're watching the wrong sport. That's what
0: you supposed to do. You're supposed to, you're do. Supposed what to be the like hell that. You think?
1: And honestly, 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 I'm glad he said that because we need people like, I call them knuckleheads. Not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I call them knuckleheads because that's what we need on the team. Choir boys are not going to win you a Super Bowl. I mean, t- look, look at Tim Tebow. He's the, the, probably the biggest choir boy out there. He only won <laughs> one playoff game, he ain't won nothing. You know what I'm saying? He so, needs
2: that one enforcer on, on defense. You
1: got it, you need one. I yeah, mean,
2: because right Baltimore Raiders had Bray Lewis for the longest time. He, he, uh, he you come through the middle, you gonna get hit, and he mm-hmm. did not care who you were. You were gonna get hit. Yeah. Just ask uh, uh, Ocho Cinco when he went yeah. to the middle and met Ray Lewis.
1: Shoot, mm-hmm. Even uh, even though it was a it was a terrible hit. I mean, Antonio Brown when uh uh perfect knocked him silly. You see what happened to him. You know what I'm saying. So I mean. It's crazy, man. So, I mean, and then this is a question that Mike could probably address more to me. Somebody said, what would it take? Well, it's actually for you, Mike. Somebody is asking you a question. What would it take for the Jags to trade Yannick to the Falcons? First of all, if that happens, my son's going to probably fuss at me because that's his team. (laughs) And second of all, in order for us to trade for him, it would take Jesus because the Jaguars is asking for a King's ransom, and we probably don't have that. Uh, unless they're desperate, but I don't see that. I don't see if, that trade happen. But I've seen, I've seen stranger things. But I don't see that happening
0: I don't necessarily see it happening as far as the Falcons trading um, the house for him. Mm. Um, why would you do that if he's going to be a free agent sure, anyway? So that doesn't so make basically any sense. For, to basically,
1: trade trading for a rental. That's all you're doing. Well, trade for a yeah. rental.
0: So maybe i'll give up a two i think i'll give up a two for to take that chance but i don't know about a, a, a first round for Yannick um because he wants to get paid and he's kind of coming down on this that price but realistically uh the Falcons won't have to worry about uh, paying him next year this year is you know they could they can trade for him i think this price on him is about 4.5 or something like that his base salary. And he's gonna make somewhere about seventy eight million. So he's not gonna make a lot of money this year. But um he wants an extension and like clown, he's seeking somewhere between seventeen and twenty million dollars a year. So um, right now, the, the, Falcons Canada, like,
1: the Falcons are like strapped right now no, for money.
0: No, right now, we're talking about right now they are, but they're gonna have about ten million dollars oh, yeah. to play. Around. Oh
2: yeah, definitely uh,
0: that front money comes out uh, come off the books. Uh, in June. So they have money to play with. Maybe they go get a guy like Yannick or, you know, Everson Griffin, a guy that's out, even Young Connors who's still available. So um, the Falcons can make moves. Uh, but next year, that money will come in for the Falcons. Next couple of years, the Falcons have a lot of money coming off the books and a lot of free agents and, you know, tax. Jack is not guaranteed for this this year. He's not right. guaranteed for next season. So, the Falcons have a lot of money that they can be with. We don't know if Alex Mack is going to come back. That's that's well, we another. Did, we one. did
1: get his. Uh, I think you guys, uh, did we get his replacement in the draft? Yeah, we got
0: that's him. Matt Hennessy. Matt Hennessy. He he is. He will more than likely be his replacement if. Uh, Alex Manko. So the Falcons, don't don't think about this season. Don't
1: think about this season as far as I'm not I'm, not. I'm not. I mean, honestly, I think that we're good where we're at right now and mm-hmm. we're probably just going to wait until next year to see what happens because, like you said, a lot of money is going to come off the of books. A lot of players mm-hmm. might not come back. I think Neil and Tack are in the final years of their rookie contracts. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just have the wait and see approach. Now, if the if the Jaguars give us a Pretty good deal. And the Falcons, <laughs> you know, pull the trigger, then okay. Hey. Yeah,
0: Yannick you know is getting tired. Is. He's going tired. He he wants out. He's been tweeting at the owner. He, like, oh he, yeah. He wants out. He wants out. It's like he's in jail right now. So he we will
3: we, we'll see. It, you.
0: We don't know. It, all, it all goes it out. all
1: goes to back to what I said. Yes, a player could say they want out, but it's ultimately up to the uh the owners. Mm-hmm. You know, the player could say they want all they want to, but guess what? The owner could be like, you know what, just sit your ass out, and you're not gonna have to, you don't have to worry about playing this year. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. unfortunate that it happens, but yeah. But we will talk about a couple of. I don't know if we talked about this before, but we did talk. We did the Falcons did make a couple of key signings, kind of like what mm-hmm. the Cowboys did. Uh, also, the Cowboys did get a, a former Falcon, Dante Poe is a Cowboy. I did. I just mm-hmm. saw that on the yeah. chat line. We went and got Dante Fowler, even though he went to fucking florida he went to that city of Gainesville, <laughs> that school in Gainesville that i would like talking about he is he is a, an elite pass rusher he i mean he had 11 and a half sacks with with uh the rams and now he's with us and then the big one well to me it's the big one when we they got we went and brought the damn good dog home when and brought mr ty gurley back Ty Gurley is a falcon uh I know we didn't talk I know it's been a while, but we haven't been on the air that that long. Uh I'm excited. Um I know there's issues about uh I know there's I know there's uh there's issues about his knee. Um but I think that with the talent that he has in Atlanta Vice and the Rams, he doesn't have to be the man because he has weapons around him. And I really think that Girl is gonna surprise a lot of people. I really do. I really think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I don't expect him to go out and get seventeen hundred yards and twenty touchdowns. Yeah,
3: but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going. To, but he's
1: going to be he's going to be an effective guy in our system because mm-hmm. if he he could catch out he could catch out the backfield, he could run between the tackles. He's you know he's got that burst. And considering the fact the teams won't be able to stack the box against him like they did in L. A. Because if you stack the box against the Falcons. You're basically gonna give Julio Calvarilli really room to, him to and do that. Kill you. one on one, one.
0: Julio Jones or one on one. <laughs> good right. luck with
1: or, that. Right. And they just picked up uh 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 what's the guy? Hayden Hurst from Baltimore who Hayden
0: Hurst. Pretty, yeah,
1: yeah. He's a pretty he's basically Austin Hooper with speed. So I mean uh I think it was a good sign. It was only a one year deal, so it was a low risk, high reward type deal. Um what do you think about the the signings? I know, uh, you know, I was I was kind of fussing a little bit because the Falcons had money to make moves, and then, you know, they made a couple of key moves, low key good moves, combined with this draft. I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked Boom: Are the Falcons in contention mode?
0: I don't I don't think there's a question. Yeah, I don't think there's a question. You got people that that that's hypocrites. They don't want to tell the truth. They don't want to get uh, Falcons. They don't want to get Falcons any type of credit. They don't. All right, they don't want to get Falcons any. They they never do. They never will. Even when we win it, when we win the championship, they'll still say, "Guess what? You it took you X and X amount uh, amount of years." So, um, I don't think there's any any doubt. Like I said, I, I've said this time and time again. The only thing that's holding the Falcons back is coaching. That's it. You can't, nobody can look at this roster and say the Falcons don't have a championship roster. They have everything that you need as far as talent is concerned to get it done. They are a talented team from top to bottom, defense, line, you know, secondary, uh, linebackers, receivers, running backs, offensive linemen. They have everything that you need to get it done. But it, it caught, I say this all the time, Dre, you already know what I'm about to say.
1: Chemistry. Coaching and chemistry. Coaching and chemistry. Coaching
0: and chemistry. Coaching
1: and I know chemistry. That's it. That's all. That's why, Look, that's, why said, that's why I said that's why I said, that's why I said when people were talking, calling for Quinn to be fired, I was like, it's mm-hmm. not all on him. The only thing I the only thing I uh, the only criticism I had of Dan Quinn, he was trying to do everything by himself instead of spreading it out right. amongst the staff. That's so when he finally, so when he finally, you know, he gave Morris the defensive capabilities, he gave the linebackers coach responsibility, he started spreading stuff out then you saw the falcons kind of stabilize it. but when he was trying to do everything on his own you saw how <laughs> it was it was You saw how bad it was but then when he started delegating you saw the falcons play better football he really did
0: that's that, that that's how you do it and how th- this is a question how do you get better coaches called experience the more that you play the more that you seen. I mean, it's and just del- like and de- and,
1: over- and, uh, and delegating, delegating responsibility yeah. too. Don't try, to yeah, don't try to do it all by yourself.
0: Don't try to do it. see, that's that's something that even the great Bill Belichick had to learn from being in his Cleveland days. Like he was trying to be the, he was trying to be the head coach. He was trying to be the defensive coordinator, the the, the GM. Everything. The waterboard,
1: the waterboard, the, water the towel the water board, board, the the, the, the coin, <laughs> the coin flip tosser, everything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't, everything. you can't, you can't, you can't do that. You gotta relegant that's why you have a coaching staff you don't have a coaching coach you have a staff because everybody has a role (laughs) everybody has a role and you saw that towards the end when the falcons started playing pretty decent football you know and i understand he was trying to i think he was trying too hard because he kind of knew he was on the hot seat i really thought he was but at the end when you started you and dex started explaining to me that it's not always on the coach then I started to see, like, well, maybe. But then again, I was just kind of like, he was doing too much. I really thought he was. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and the players and the players love Quinn. Julio stood up and said what he said, and Matt Ryan's 100% behind him. Uh, everybody, Deion Jones, all of them, I haven't heard anything negative from any Falcons player about our coach. I haven't. I haven't heard anything. So that tells you right there that the locker room is behind him 100%. That's why I hope this season coming up, if there is a season, that he realizes that he doesn't have to do it all by himself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I mean, You have to trust. Gotta trust. Right. Somewhere. Exactly. So I mean, it's it's. You know, I, I'm I'm um I'm 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 hopeful. I'm ecstatic. You know, I'm always gonna ride with the team regardless of what's going on. I mean, yes, I have mm-hmm. my I have my criticisms. I have my bitching. I mean, everybody does about their team. Everybody. You know, so, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty much excited. I want to see what the defense does. Uh, I don't know how Kanawha Neal is going to be as far as, you know, he came back from, you know, two major injuries. I don't know how he's going to be effective. Um, uh, I know tax coming back from injury too. maybe, you know, the fact that they got Fowler and we just drafted Richardson, who's who's probably going to be the, the monster in the middle with Grady that'll help tack a little bit you know what i'm saying because even though i've, I've defended tack because a lot of people want tack going i've defended tack but like i said he might not be back either if he underperforms because mm-hmm. this is his last this is his last year on his Look, rookie. Man, we this don't want another year.
0: boom situation with the miss all right <laughs> he's getting paid a hundred million dollars and right, he's not doing anything. Like I don't want, I don't want to pay another defense to end. Right, he's getting five sacks a season. Like no, don't. Right. No, I'm good. And we had, tack, tack, well, we had,
1: what we had, we had the miss a little bit. Well, he wasn't the miss. He was more like, you know, I'm gonna call him Victor. His name's not Vic. His name is Victor. But I will say <laughs> this, I will say this about Vic Beasley. He did come <laughs> out strong towards the end when they had when Raheem kind of he. He had eight sacks, but but it was too late and and then on and then on top of that it was a one year deal and I felt the Falcons felt that he wasn't worth getting paid top defensive end linebacker money. So I mean, I understand that too. So I mean it's it's I'm hopeful. That's all I could be right now. I'm hopeful. Not just for the Falcons, but for the season in general. This damn Rona need to get out and gone <laughs> somewhere, you know. He needs to go on somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, but with I'm that being I am too. But with that being said, as far as the Falcons are going, we're gonna talk about one of the Falcons most well, they, 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 I was gonna talk about that. We was gonna talk about the other one too, but we're gonna talk about one of the Falcons' biggest rivalries. They went and got well, I don't know if they got him. They went and got uh Gronkowski. has going to Tampa Bay in the trade. Uh I still think that Tampa Bay's relied too much on a, a older quarterback. <laughs> I think that they're putting all their eggs in one basket. Uh, everybody's talking about Tampa's going to run away with run away with the division. I sincerely doubt that because the, the other team that we're going to talk about after that, which I despise very much, so is still the team to beat in the NFC South. But I will <laughs> say this though: I will say this with the moves that. Each team in the NFC South has made. You can argue with me. I can argue with you up and down that that's probably going to be the best division of football this upcoming season. Because you got Brady, you got Breeze, you got Ryan, and then Bridgewater and Carolina. Uh, it's like a it's like an arms race, pretty much, to who's going to be the division champion. Uh, the NFC South, but right now, the NFC South right now is. Probably gonna be the most hard fought division in football.
0: I'm this, I'm sorry, go ahead, boom, go, go ahead, do your thing. This, <laughs>
2: this right here, with the NFC South, the way it is, I think that's a, This is gonna be the most interesting division to watch. Whenever football gets back, whenever the the season gets going, this NFC South matchups is gonna be epic. Cause you got Tom Brady, Rob Gronk, and then you got Drew Brees and the the Saints over uh, in the New Orleans, and you got uh, Carolina Panthers. This is. This is gonna be the most interesting uh, division. It's gonna be a
1: dogfight. It's really, it's definitely gonna be a dogfight. It, it really, really is
2: because the, the they got weapons for the Tom Brady. They went and traded for Tom Brady, and they put surrounded him with weapons. Mm-hmm. They are showing a lot of confidence in Tom Brady. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people, I think Phil I would uh, would agree. Tom Brady was looking like he was on a downhill in Patriots, uh, right? Yeah. Because they're saying he didn't have the arm no more, didn't have the consistency no more. It was just three passes to a running he back. Looked
1: old. He looked old. He looked and old. So
2: this is going to be to watch because if that offensive line cannot keep him upright,
0: it's going to get ugly. Exactly.
2: It, ooh.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And the, the fact of the matter is, is that the Saints went out and signed Jameis. They went out and got Jameis, Jameis Winston as backup. Yes, he threw 30 interceptions, but he still threw for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. And he's going to learn from Sean Payton and Drew Brees. So it's going to be interesting, man. And, and there are rumors swirling in New Orleans that this might be Drew Brees' last ride. So if Jameis does end up staying past that, you got four capable quarterbacks in the division you know what i'm saying so i mean i'm ready for it it's going to be like the 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 fatal four way like wwe the fatal four way uh somebody in 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 our group said that the nfc west was the best division of football and he promptly got roasted uh <laughs> so that's why i didn't even i didn't even comment i mean i think Brian tagged me in and i just kind of walked away because i was just like the fact of the matter is is that the nfc south it's probably one of the few divisions in football has is probably the only division in football where you got four capable quarterbacks that could take over a game when necessary. They It, it really does. So I, I, I really go ahead, Mike.
0: My thing, man, my thing is, is like, you're trying, you're trying to tell me that Tom Brady is going to be able to pay to play 16 games in a system he's unfamiliar with, with the coach he's unfamiliar with, at the age uh, and he's going like, make no mistake about it, Brian Arians uh, and Bruce Arians, he likes to throw the ball. So you're going to tell me, uh, uh, did you guys see that playoff game against the Tennessee Yo, Titans? Yo, hey,
1: if if Tampa Bay fans out there listen to me, if you think Tom Brady's going to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game, you're sorely mistaken. He is not going to do that. He doesn't, have the, he doesn't have the arm like that anymore. He's not going to throw the ball 30, 45, 35, 40 times a game. He's not That's why I think I only think, Tampa, you better have a solid running game and that offensive line better block, because <laughs> Tom Brady's not going to throw that ball 35, 40 times a game like he did in New England. I'll give him 20, 25 at the most, but he's not throwing that ball 30, 45 times a game.
2: The, the Bucs didn't have the offensive lineman in the first round, so they, they were thinking
1: about it. So that, 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 that lets you know that they're trying to keep the old man upright. So, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So And they got to get a running game going, because I think they picked up the running back from Florida State. I'm not sure. I got to check it. Uh, Cam Akers. So they're definitely trying to put weapons around Brady, because Brady's not throwing that ball like he did in New England where he was just throwing it all over the place. He's not going to do that. He's not going to be doing that. But with that being said, I, I, I really, I really think that that
0: man, is, that to that man right. is too damn old. Like that's that's like dude could barely throw the ball towards the end against the Titans. And they were just sitting on those short routes and they picked Brady off and they were just they, they was making him look old and done. So you going to yeah. tell me just because he has weapons that he's just going to, you know, just beat Father the time
1: okay okay and, what, and, and, oh and, and, and Mike, what's your favorite word that you like to use? what's your favorite word you like to use?
0: well, oh, you talking about me, it could be anything
1: uh yeah, uh, what's the word that when a new team gets together? remember when I was talking Get about how to remember when I was, right remember street, I, yeah baby. exactly you put all the players together, I don't mean they might not jail together, they might not, they might come out and be completely flat and with you the fact right. that the uh and the fact that the uh the coronavirus is kind of putting a damper on all sports and there's no training camp, there's no OTAs and that like that. So somehow the football season starts kind of like with you know how college football starts. There's no preseason in college football. That's like one game out the gate boom, let's go. The NFL mm-hmm. might be the same way if the if this uh if this pandemic keeps going. They might have to just be like out the gate maybe play one preseason game out the gate boom let's go so i mean it's like you said mike that chemistry might be off and they might start out the gate fumbling bumbling tripping on them themselves
0: what do you think? why did like, like 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 just think about this why would tom brady ask an old beautiful tight end to come to tampa chemistry chemistry it's chemistry just doesn't grow on i mean you might have, like, you might have a situation whereas me, Dre, and, and boom, just have that natural chemistry together. Just yeah. You just nat- naturally have it. It's, it's, it's possible. But, but mm-hmm. when it comes down to the entire team and its entirety, offensive line, running backs, Robert Zewas, everybody being on the same page, bro, that takes time. It's not yeah. going to come. Just, it's, it's not going to happen. All right, that that's that's one thing you gotta understand. And this dude is in a new system. All right. I don't give a damn about all I don't give a damn about him being been in the league about twenty years. That doesn't matter. It does not matter. It helps, but it doesn't matter when you have new teammates. They don't know a damn thing about his his, his habits. They don't know about his quirks, whether he, he likes this route or he likes you to sit here or a move here. Like there are those are like small intricate things in football. Like I say this all the time with Dre and, and just everybody who who you know affiliated with us. I know what Dre what how the small thing that ticked Dre's off that tick Dre off. Only time and effort can get you to that point. To understand a person's small little things, but Tom Brady might like you to run crisp routes. Instead of lazy routes, and you got wide receivers who are not running Chris Brown. Not what they're supposed to be. You saw, look, Matt Ryan cussed out Julio Jones. He cussed out Julio Jones on live TV. What? What was? That? Oh, get fucking set. <laughs> get fucking, get set. fucking set. He cussed <laughs> my, he, No, he was talking to Julio Jones. So quarterbacks are very. They're very strict when it comes down to those small little details, and and that's what I'm saying. you know what? Because you know like, what? Don't what
1: those small little details can determine you get a first down, a touchdown, or a turnover.
0: That's it. That's it. That's it. And yeah. and that's the thing, man. You can't just look at a roster and say, "Oh, look at this roster. This ain't fantasy football, okay?" Hey, hey, football. hey, look.
1: Hey, look. Perfect example. The L.A. Rams. The Rams. Yeah, all that time. Ty- all that time. They did make it to the Super Bowl, but you could tell that chemistry was it wasn't there. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Wasn't at all. And now you see that everybody they <laughs> trade it they, they trading everybody. We got uh we picked up Fowler, a free agency. We got Fowler, uh mm-hmm. and Dominic suit and back with Tampa. Uh Marcus Peters is in mm-hmm. Baltimore, uh Tremaine Johnson's gone. Jalen Ramsey might not be mm-hmm. there because they might not be able to afford him, you know. Ty Gurley's with us. Mm-hmm. You know, Jared Goff got all that money and now he's back to being mediocre again. You know? He's back to being mediocre, mm-hmm. so uh, like I said, don't uh, everybody's saying that you know Tampa is the, the 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 win they already predicting Tampa will win the NFC South, but
2: I'm what trying you to say you, you can and say I, it like the point. I like that point right there that if they start off worse than three and two, it's gonna be a bad day. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm telling oh, you, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm telling you, all that hype, all that hype, the hype machine that's behind Tampa Bay, if they mess around and go three and two or. Two and three or what? One and four at the most? Shit, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't going to tell them nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just going to be... Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's... It's, it's going to be... I, I will say it's this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting, though, because that's going to probably be the most hard-fought division. So it's like somebody said... Uh, I can't find a comment. Don't be surprised if the NFC South has three NFC, three playoff teams. You mm-hmm. can have it really can happen. It mm-hmm. can. But uh, with that being said, we're uh we're we're at the end, fellas. We're we're at the end. Yeah. We're about to uh, do our parting shots and get up out of here. And uh, we have. I'm just happy that we're back. Um, it's been a long time. I know a lot of people have been hitting us with emails and inboxes saying when we're coming back. You know that's uh. You know that was my fault because uh you know don't put Kool-Aid near your laptop and. <laughs> don't get first don't get frustrated when your mic don't work so it, it it probably gave us time to talk about some things and we did and uh but before we uh before we leave uh this one question mike for us for a falc from a falcons fan before we go how do you think our cornerbacks as of right now hold up in the division cornerback yeah our cornerbacks
0: in this division
1: right now because you know they got you know new orleans got where well, they picked up emmanuel sanders and can, you name anyone,
0: can you name anyone outside of julio jones and calvin Ridley in this division right the
1: only thing i'm saying about a quarterback michael yeah. thomas.
0: ain't nobody scared of michael thomas he, he just he's a volume catcher that's it i give him credit for being consistent catching the ball but he's nothing special when you got to put isaiah oliver on him and he's been pretty much look. He he did it. He's gonna get his yards. Why? Because they're gonna run plays to get him the ball. He's going to he's gonna design specific plays to make sure he get catches the ball. But when you look at Michael Thomas, he doesn't what, scare me.
1: What well, they did, he yeah. doesn't
0: scare me. Nobody in yeah. this division scares me.
1: Yeah, and we did we did, and they did so, just, I, they did pick up Emmanuel Sanders. So we'll see how that works. Tampa, they have oh, he, Mike. Uh,
0: that man 90 years old, bro. That boy yeah. 90 years old.
1: Uh, oh, oh, you sound like uh you, you sound like you sound like the barber from coming to America when he was talking about Joe Lewis, He bro. was 137 years old. <laughs> that
0: man, that man I
1: 137. Mean, years old, man. I mean, I mean, our cornerbacks, bro, our cornerbacks after, like I said earlier, like Mike, we talked about it, but we said earlier, when Raheem Morris took over the defense, our whole defense as a whole played better. That's why I hope that that carries over into this season and that Dan Quinn doesn't try to do too much. So as far as our quarterbacks, our cornerbacks, I think they'll do okay. Uh, it's like Mike said, we'll probably be running a cover two, so that's going to probably fit our personnel better. Uh, we got decent pass rushers now. I think Dante Fowler will have a good season. Uh, Grady Jarrett paired up with Marlon was it is it Davison or Richardson?
3: Marlon Davidson.
1: Marlon Davidson. That's gonna be a good formidable and then he's good against the run and he can get sacks. Uh Tack, I think Tack will have a I ain't gonna say I won't say he'll have ten sacks. I'll say he'll have maybe eight and a half, nine. W- will that determine him staying for another couple of years and signing to a multi million dollar deal? I don't know. We'll that see. I'm
0: broke his I wouldn't we'll see. We'll see him. what happens. I mean it
1: I yeah, I mean, uh, he might be gone. Canal might be gone. We'll see. But uh, I think our cornerbacks will hold up. I mean, l- let's not act like all the other all the teams in our division got good cornerbacks yeah, like Come on, like, I'm, I'm yeah, scared like, of
0: anybody? Nobody's scared. I mean, of no I mean, it's, I know, I know, guys.
1: I know. Saints fans are going to talk about Marshawn Lattimore, but that man holds more than he covers. So I mean. There's really nobody out there in in our division as far as cornerback-wise who's a good... I mean, it really isn't.
0: It's not. That's it. That's, I'm not, not worried about our corners. Our corners don't really have a, a, a tone. Yeah, we'll be They coming. don't really have nothing well, to worry about. We're talking about well, Thomas. Drake. What'd you say, Boom? You see
2: what LaDonna put in the chat? Yeah. She's reeling The arresting.
1: Yeah. I'm going to read about it later. Did it say what he get arrested for? Uh, I don't
2: know. I, I, I haven't looked at it.
1: Okay. So, but we'll. Uh, I'll read about it, and then uh, if it's in my part and shot, I'll put it in my part and shot. But we're at the at the end. We got about we got about twelve minutes left, so I'm gonna give these guys time to do their part and shot. Uh. Sound like he was sound like he something intoxicated. <laughs> so. But I'm gonna let uh I'm gonna let oh uh, Ladonna just sent it to me in my inbox. So I'm gonna let one of you guys go and I'm gonna read what happened. So Michael Boom, whichever right. one want to go, they can go.
2: I I uh, I want to say something. The draft. This was my first. Uh, if if y'all done, don't know me for the past, I would say uh five years, or even longer than that. Uh, five at least the five years. I've been working overnight so i have not been watching the draft so i don't know if this is the 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 norm or not but the way they put pers- personal aspects of these players lives in clear black and white written lettered on screen for people to read i think that that that, that was bs that should they should not do that that's their personal life I don't care if the player says that's okay. I want people to see what what I've been through and how I've come about it. This, that. oh, no, no. That's their personal life. You have no right to air it out. Now, if the player says it himself, that's a different ball game. But for someone as big as ESPN or NFL Network to put that out there, I think it's wrong because you, you would see two lines – he was, he, uh, he's graduate or he's uh, a 4.0 GPA student, uh, did so and so charity work. And then the next two lines will be Mom uh, battled uh, through uh, drug use her whole life, or Father passed away, this and that. What, what does that have to do with, with him? This is He's being drafted he to put, put his accomplishments on there, not his personal history. That's nothing for ESPN or NFL Network to put on screen for people to know into their. The I player,
3: does,
2: if the player does it, that's fine. Because I can't tell a player what he can and cannot say about his own personal life. But ESPN cannot be doing that with these kids. That's the there's not their place to be you know, to uh, to say any any type of personal stuff except for. Sports accomplishments, his grades, and the school, and what he has done with the for his community. That's probably about it. But his personal aspects of the, of their lives should not be even mentioned. You
1: know what? And the crazy not thing not about it involved. is, I've never seen ESPN do something like this. So I was so I was hearing about it, and I was reading it. And I was just like,
2: they, they had the, for every player that was drafted, they had some.
1: They had some personal more life.
2: One like, eyeball fact about them. That had nothing to do with anything.
1: And if you're gonna do like, something like that, don't do nothing that's so negative. Do something like say he likes dogs or he has eight dogs. Yeah. Don't put, don't put his mom as a recovering drug addict. Nobody needs to know that. Like no one, no one needs
2: to know, nobody that. Needs and, to know uh, that. Like uh like the one like the for one of the players uh said uh he saved a young woman's life on uh, on campus by administering CPR. That's great. Yeah. That he cares about people. But don't put there's other personal that's potentially negative now yeah, he's, uh, you, uh you put that on uh, for that one player uh, his mom's a recovering drug addict what he, he's not you just put a uh, asterisk, a bull'seye uh, target on his back
1: because you now, know social you know social media and the fans are gonna run with that if he starts doing good or he starts to slack off exactly. that's the first so, thing they're gonna say yeah
2: but that, that should uh, that <laughs> That, that, those kind of personal aspects should not be anywhere near on TV to be broadcasted unless that person himself does
1: it. Said, right. Yeah. yeah
2: that's what, I, That was, that, 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 well, when I was uh, seeing that, I'm like, dude, that, it's killing me. i never seen that. i never seen that. So many years, and I had to read something like this. No. It killed my mood, and then uh, I'm pretty sure some of, the, some of the players didn't appreciate those being up there. I mean, they yeah. they, they could not find anything else to put up there. I I, have, I highly doubt that, but you know, that, that's my that's my party take.
1: All right, that's true, and honestly, like I said, I've watched the draft for years. This is the first time I've seen them do something like that. Like. They'll, they'll put the stats and, like you said, the stats and accomplishments. I've never seen them put nothing crazy like that ever. So, whoever was the PR manager for ESPN needs not to be, go back to work. They are, they need to be fired or something. Because me personally, if you're putting my business out there like that and I didn't tell you, that's a potential lawsuit. I could sue you.
2: Because you're
1: basically, you're basically putting my you're basically putting all the stuff that I work hard for. You're just putting that to the side because oh, his mom was a recovering drug addict, or his dad was killed by a drunk driver. You just bringing up old. You just bringing up opening up old wounds. Like, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. It,
2: it, it, so, then that right there is for for as big as ESPN is for
1: them that to a, that was that was a, that was that
2: find a, just that to fill up. The
1: space on there on the screen? That was jack. That was that was as as, as my, my brother would say, that was a whole move. That was a whole move. Yeah. Pretty much. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody comes out and tries to go after ESPN. I know they kind of apologize, but you can't you can't apologize now. Oh, and this one too. Uh Sam just brought it up. Uh I remember this one where uh, Des Bryant was being interviewed by the Dolphins, and they asked about his mom being a prostitute. Why does that matter? Can I catch the ball? Yes, absolutely. What does my mom being a prostitute have me doing catching the football for you guys? Like, yeah, that makes no sense.
2: Yeah, the the the, the any of those type of things should not be put on. Uh, See, uh, I'm gonna our tell you church. right now. Well, the, yes, how, many, how many people watched the first round? Fifty-three million people. Yeah, you a doctor, to 53 million people. And you
1: know, and you know how social media is. Social media is unforgiving. They are very unforgiving. So, yeah, like I'm gonna tell you right now, if it was me and they did something like that, oh my whole my draft party went totally different. It was been some furniture moving, it's been some punches thrown or something. I've been fighting something because you ain't gonna disrespect my family like that. I know, and, and, and then on top of that, you're taking away. The greatest moment from a, a kid who's basically busted his ass to get there, yeah. And you basically just ruined his moment, yes. You
2: really did, I potentially did. And, and uh, and a lot of these uh players, I mean, they, they that's part of the reason why they work so, so hard to get to this point to get drafted just so they can move out of there, move out of that. But
1: yep, and this the other one your wife just put up yeah. about and Jerry Judy, there, talk about. What does him being in the game? That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. Like, does it really matter though? You know, like
2: some radio radio show host uh, said that Jerry Jerry, Judy is part of uh, a gang.
1: A gang, why does it matter? Does it matter? I mean, come on, you're just like I said
2: if they have proof, why they haven't turned it over to the authorities. Why bring up when he gets drafted?
1: It's like you said, it's like you said, boom, they just putting the target on these kids back. They didn't even played the first down of the, of the of the game yet, and they're already getting scrutinized, yeah,
3: because
1: you know how people you know how people are people are very ignorant about yeah,
2: stuff. they are
1: so they yeah. are they're very ignorant
2: so, so with, uh, throughout the basically the whole draft yeah every uh, uh, for a lot of these kids majority I say a lot majority of those kids that got drafted they were sure they were putting that on like
1: you know white. the funny and you know the funny thing about it is. They did all that to certain people, but that one football player that got drafted that had the racist tattoo, ESP ain't say shit about that.
2: No, they did. Uh, they brought it up because I think it was J- Jamil Hill uh, brought it up. And I'm, then, yeah,
1: I'm talking. She did. She did. But I'm talking about on the draft board. I, don't, I didn't see it when they no. put up his draft. They didn't put it up there.
2: Nope. But when she brought it up.
1: But she said, brought like, it up, and then they backtracked. That's how yeah,
2: they backtracked, and he said that he's going to get it covered up. It's like, well, why would you cover it up now? You, too late. You had, it, you had it for four or five years. Everyone knows now. Even if you cover it up, everyone's in the hole. And you work.
1: know, and, and, and you realize you realize that the NFL is eighty-five percent. I know. I say ninety percent black, no, African American,
2: non,
1: non-white. <laughs> yeah, African American. Like so. So imagine you walking into the locker after all that, and you got all these players that don't look like you, and you got that on your arm. Crazy
2: man. Uh, to it me, really is. That was on uh To me, you know, watching the first time watching the draft in five years and seeing that kind of crap about these young kids trying to better their life, move on you know, in, the, in, the, in the world, and try to better mm. themselves.
0: Yeah.
2: The, the, uh, I, every time I saw that, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? What does that have to do with what kind Nothing. of person Nothing he is and what type of player he is and what yeah. he can bring to uh, to a team?" It's like no. you
1: said, putting the target on their back. That's all, man. But uh, go ahead, Mike, if you ready, man. Go ahead if you got something to say before we get up out of here. No, nope, not
0: really. I don't really have nothing to say. Uh, Dang, what? I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm, shocked. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. To, I, got to say. I don't really have nothing to say. Um, is, is that Mad Mike up
2: there? Are you
0: sure that's
1: him? I figured he has something to say. I mean hey, some hey, something hey. about some something, something about LeBron, something about his fans, something about WWE, hey, something. Hey, did, you, did
2: you did
1: you did you eat a stickers before coming on? I'm saying I'm kind of I'm kind of yeah. hurt. I'm i I'm a little hurt a little bit. I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> kind of shocked in all this, man. Not even not even uh nothing. Wow. Man. Hey, somebody! Hey, Ladano! anybody out there, write this down in the record. But my, man, Mike has nothing to say on the parting shots. shots. I nothing. ain't
0: got nothing to I don't, I don't, Like I, I'm not getting Brie Wise, so I was like, what the fuck up?
1: I ain't got nothing else to talk about. I don't talk about the Falcons. Uh, I ain't got well, nothing to talk about. I, well, you know what? I'm a, uh, I, don't, I, I don't have nothing to say. I do have something to say, though, uh, before we do get off. And it's going to be quick. Young men. Young men. Young men. I'm listening to, I'm, I'm, I got to talk to young men. Please make better decisions. Please. Please make better decisions. Uh, I was reading an article in, uh, in uh, ESPN about this young man who uh, he uh, declared for the draft. But before he declared for a draft he was involved in a murder. He was involved in the murder. Uh, yeah, Mike. It was a uh, matter of fact. It was in Georgia. It was in Stockbridge. It was in, it was in Stockbridge. Matter of fact, yeah. Uh, the basketball player from Tulane. He uh, he he did go to Georgia. He was a transfer from Georgia. Uh, he was involved. He didn't pull the trigger, but he was there when it happened. And you know how it goes. If you're there, you're an accessory. Yeah, Tulane. You're Pladonna, yeah, you're guilty by association. And and the fact that you're black. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All y'all going to jail. Uh, he's, he, he's come out <laughs> and said that he's not guilty, but you got a, 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 a uphill battle decline there, sir. Uh, and the funny, like I said, the funny thing about it, yeah, it was him and his brother. His brother was the one that actually pulled the trigger, but they said he was there when it happened. All I'm saying is, is that make better decisions. Especially if you're in a position to change your life, to change your family's life, to change pretty much anybody in your circle, you've got the opportunity to change your life. Don't screw that up by doing something crazy like that. Uh, and it's not like a petty crime either. It's murder. That's that's pretty huge. That's, that's just huge. stupid. Just... That's huge. And yeah, that's what I'm saying, LaDonna. He said it was self-defense, so he's pleading not guilty, but it's like I said, it's it's an uphill battle to climb because first of all, you're black. There, That's one strike. And you're a black male. That's two. So they're looking for any reason to lock you up and throw away the key. You know what I'm saying? Just because you, you're saying it's self-defense and you didn't pull the trigger. I've seen innocent people go to jail for less. So... All I'm saying is make make better choices. It was another one. It was another thing I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. I slipped my mind. But I really wanted to talk about that because it's already hard enough for black males to succeed without having two strikes already, and you're making it easy for them for doing stupid shit like that. And you're in the process of declaring for the draft. Do you have an opportunity to change your life? Not only your life, but the people around you. I'm pretty sure you got family members that you that was looking at you to take care of them because you was basically their way out. And then you go do something like that. That's. I mean, I, I, I I I'm not I'm not gonna say he's guilty, but it's not looking good right now. It really isn't. It's not. I really hope that he could beat this, but. It's not looking too promising right now. Uh, just make better choices. If you're an athlete out there, or you know somebody that's an athlete, like I said, my nephew, he's going to Albany State, but you know he's 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 a good kid, and you know his dad make sure he's on straight and narrow. Just make better decisions. If you feel that you're in a situation where you know it's going to compromise your status or compromise your freedom as much as I hate to say it because I know it's sometimes it's hard to walk away because you want to prove a point just think about it think about this yeah you kill that man or you assault that man or you do whatever and now you're in a whole heap of trouble you got a whole different thing to worry about you're not even worried the NBA or the NFL or baseball that's the furthest thing from your mind because now you got this whole other problem you're dealing with because now you have to deal with the legal system you got to deal with the fact that, matter of fact, I think they uh, they kicked him off the team. He's not even on the team no more. Uh yeah, they kicked him off the team. Um you got a whole <clears throat> diff- that you gotta deal with that. So just think about it. If you're in that position that way you know you're gonna elevate yourself, as much as I hate to say it because like I said, you wanna prove a point, just walk away. It's not worth it. And like I said, I hope he beats it, and I hope that it's proven that it was self-defense. Because, like I said, we don't need we don't need any more young black men in prison. We don't, we really don't. There's enough of us in there anyway. And you know they love to profit off of us fucking up. They really do. So, uh, there was another one I wanted to talk about. I know it's gonna come back to me, but uh, hindsight twenty twenty. We're almost about to get out of here. Uh, but yeah, that's my part shot and like i said it's it's near and dear to me because i'm a i'm a father boom's a father, you know what I'm saying i got sam i got i know a lot of guys are probably on my t l Brian we're all dads, so I mean we understand it's it's hard out here because they want us to fail and don't make it easy for' them. That's my part and shot that's all i gotta say so um with that being said, uh I appreciate everybody listening to us. Um it's been a long time coming. We had we had a bunch of technical issues on my end, being clumsy and stuff like that. And but uh we're back. Uh, we're gonna uh keep the trains back and we're gonna we're gonna keep it rolling, man. We're back. And we're gonna do it, we're gonna get Red Cup Rance off and running. I appreciate Boom. He's uh he's part of the team now. Uh, you know, you know that asshole up in the in the right hand corner next to me. That's the asshole. Trump, the right ass. <laughs> <laughs> man. But I'm, I'm you, but you know what? I'm shocked. I'm, I'm okay. actually, I'm it's actually, okay. I'm actually speechless because he didn't have a rant. Like, I'm, I'm speechless. I really am. But. If you follow him, if you follow him on Facebook, he's good for a couple, so stay tuned. He might have one before the wow. night's over with, so... You know, I got love for you, dog. You know what it is. I'm just be fucking with you, man. But with that being said, man, we about to get up out of here, man. I appreciate everybody listening to us. Yes, Sam, no more Kool-Aid. If it is, it's away from my computer, so we're good, so... With that being said, we'll see y'all guys next Tuesday, man. We'll talk to y'all later, all right?